content advisory warning. The contents of this podcast will offend the easily offended. What you are about to hear is not intended for children, the puritanical, or the narrow-minded. We will offend. Sometimes we will make corrections. Other times we will tell you to fuck off. But we will always discuss without canceling because we cannot become better individuals if we are not willing to have open and honest discussion. This is your only warning. And there was much rejoicing. Yay! It's the most miserable time of the year. A prolapse rectum explains so much about the way that he stands. 30 years of shit has gone through this. Well, here in the Midwest, we got to put on flak jackets and helmets and just bunker hunker down in our basement. The ball drop is what I call shitting. Woman, prepare yourself, for I shall explode upon you as those fireworks exploded upon the night sky. Oh, now time to start again. What does a splat reverberating sound like? Happy New Year! Sorry, I spilled on myself. You just gotta pick up the slack with like furious masturbation. Hold on. Like I'm, I'm probing you like that. Oh, you like to probe me, don't you, Scott? Phrasing. Should I assume the normal position, Scott? Or hey, Eric, you ever feel they've done this before? Sometimes a cigar is just a penis. Actually, I've got a small collection of them because them just at a certain moisture level. So that's just a mouth thing. Oh. Myth and feces, they come together. The name of my porno. Yes, moist. I like, I like my brownies moist. And then I got the diabetes. Give me the sausage pizza. I need some sausage on my pizza now. Come on. Because they're fucking Canadians. How many of you masturbated to? <laughs> Welcome to From Here to Paternity, the dumpster fire of conversation. Meow. This is a podcast of four fathers coming together to discuss a variety of topics while trying to understand what it means to be a father, a man, and a healthy human being in this era. We created this podcast as a means to leave something behind for our children to one day understand us as the imperfect human beings that we are. Through this podcast, we can help ourselves to become overall better people participating in this mad and bizarre experiment that is existence. We will discuss complex and difficult topics at times. We aim to grow as people by being courageous enough to be openly honest receptive enough to be challenged and to learn together from our mistakes. At best, these discussions are lessons from which our future progeny might learn. We appreciate you taking time out of your life to listen to our nonsensical blatherings and hopefully it is an example of synchronicity that has brought us all together. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Here's to better understanding each other and maybe along the way become a better people because of it. Hello and welcome to From Here to Paternity. I am Scott, the man who watches birds and polishes turds. I'll pass it on to Big D. I'm Big D, the man with the plans, and I'll pass that on to Eric. I'm Eric, I'm the unapologetic geek, and I will pass it on to Joe. And I am Joe, the defunct editor. Because of the (laughs) holiday season and everything, it's just... (laughs) Too many well, things, I, man. I, I have the things. time, but now I'm filling it with like shit I need to do, like plumbing. I get it. And fixing things. <laughs> at my mom's Being house a dad. Fixing things at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's just right. Hanging out with Being him. A dad. I get it. And and again, like with the premise of this, you know, podcast, we always like fatherhood comes first. Yes. Yes. All right. So yeah, this um, is just a hobby I, slash therapy. Yes. Group group <laughs> therapy session. <laughs> right. No. I do. I do want to uh, um, clarify that um, I don't want um, Greta Thunberg coming after, you know, I'm glad that she got Andrew Tate, <laughs> but I don't want her coming after us because we actually do have big D energy yes. <laughs> in the CN tower. That is big D. So <laughs> I've never been to a private <laughs> island, so I think I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, like, As he puts it on screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, not to scale. That's right. It's, it's, it's a little model. It's a little tiny model. It's not, e- not even as, as long as my, my own penis, but, you know. <laughs> it's the scale model. Yeah, it's not to scale. Yes. Well, I do like no 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 yeah. like I like I appreciate that he whipped out the CN ta- tower as we're talking. <laughs> well, it's right about here on my desk, tower. you know. I, have to I look at no. it every day. So <laughs> <laughs> I like I just I, I like to, to I anybody love, that has never okay. if you haven't been to Toronto or in, well if you haven't been to Toronto then you haven't been in the CN Tower but if you if you ever go to Toronto go up in the CN Tower and go up to the sky deck and look down it is like just a a view that's like, oh, you know, especially on a clear day when you can see out like all the way out there to the uh, to like Lake Simcoe and across the Great Lakes and everything. It's it's an amazing view. So I highly I, recommended five stars. I, I can confirm uh, from mm-hmm. women that have been with Damien that everything he's saying is correct. <laughs> the view from on top is breathtaking is what you're saying, Scott. Yeah, yeah on is. top of his CN Tower. When you get up on on there, they say it's breathtaking. So, yes. I'm sorry. I just like I, everything that we're actually talking about. Like when he talks about like whipping it out, or that it's on his desk and he has to look at it all day. Like He's the fact that, about, yeah. yeah, no, the, that that we're possibly talking about his penis. Like to me, just makes this even more enjoyable, uh, and is cracking me up. So I'm sorry. I'm just laughing. At, yeah, yeah. I'm just and laughing the, all the puns. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. So, and, and I do want to like, again, I'm, I'm, you know, we, anytime there's a correction, I do need to make a correction. Um, I earnestly thought that the Toronto tower was called the space needle and it was just like the Toronto space needle and the Seattle space needle. (laughs) And so I kept on calling his penis, the space needle, not realizing CN tower. Exactly. So, so I do want to make that correction that it, that his penis is not the space needle, but the CN tower. And you know what? And actually it's a little bit better because the CN tower actually does look a little bit more penis like, whereas the space needle looks like a UFO on top of a fucking dick. And (laughs) so like, if you you look at it, it kind of looks like the, the penis rocket. If you chop this top portion off right here, just just go to the first ball. (laughs) It does look like new shepherd. Exactly. Anyway. See, I thought that was just a cock ring. <laughs> it's a little high up, you know, and it's supposed to be down yeah, around the base there. You get it all the way down. He's, true, true. You know, the, the girth is a problem sometimes. but you know. He's got a really fucked up looking glands is what it is. Just... <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway. All right. 
Um, so, so, uh, um, yeah, no, I just, I, I do want to just like, you know, my joy about, um, I don't know if it's true or not, but they have, there, there has been statements that his, that Andrew Tate's narcissism and his ego leading to him to, to make a video on social media that led to him getting arrested because he was just, he was arguing with a 19 year old girl. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I'm sorry, she's a 19 On year old. Like, yeah. <laughs> and she's a 19 year old child with autism. Like, like right? I'm just going to have this on my desk. It just tells you exactly where I am, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> While I take this video, <laughs> right. Bring me pizza. It, 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 and, like, again, like, I don't care. Like, I'm an old man. So I can say a 19 year old is a child. Right. I like personally, I've, I've say, said this before. I think if you're under 25, you're still basically a child. Your brain's not fully developed. Your body's not fully like your brain is part of your body. So therefore, you are not physically fully developed until around 25, give or take. And so therefore, you're still a fucking child. She I'm is a child. Personally. Oh, I know, right? Well, actually, like research has shown that men do, you know, develop l- l- uh, uh, slower than women. Forty-five, um, <laughs> forty-five, fifty. Some but never develop. They just he is, you know. a, he is a grown ass man. Is he? And the, well, no, he's he's emotionally damaged. In theory, again, he's a grown ass man. <laughs> no, but like legally, he's a grown ass yeah, man. And and much older than she is. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, like it's his response. And, and, and again, this is my issue, like with his ilk is that they are men who refuse. Like, this is my issue with him. He is targeting young men who have been neglected because we've not been uh, uh, working to help them to develop emotionally and stagnating them. And he is exploiting this populace by saying, it's not your fault. It's the world. You're right. And the world's wrong. And all of this narcissism that you've been raised up in and all this antisocial misogyny that you've been raised up in is okay. And you don't have to change. And again, everybody of his ilk, this is my issue with them. And no, it is the children who are wrong. Yeah. Don't believe the liberal lie. Right. <laughs> and it, it, like, and it's, it's, it's our responsibility as men to not only be physically healthy, spiritually healthy, but also mentally healthy. And so it is our job to take care of ourselves mentally and go get the fucking therapy that we need. And God just like buys him. another car instead of getting therapy. He just goes and right. buys one more car. I feel down today. I'm going to go get another sports car. <laughs> theoretically really 33 of them i anyway. like it. theoretically mm-hmm. if that's how much if that's actually true i'm just saying he's yeah he's, no no no, know, no i know right he but feels again, small, i'm pointing out he's gonna go get another penis to you know anyway. exactly right so. the first and, and, and her coming the 33rd yeah the 33rd one though yeah hey that's and, half 66 he's on his way you know? And, and and her like you know Thanks for the, you know, hit me up at smalldickenergy at uh, uh, getalife.com was just <laughs> fucking brilliant. And the, the fact that, again, that 
prompted him oh, to, to like, off. it hurt his feelings so yeah. much that again, his, his fragile ego led to his arrest. Just fucking brilliant. So, oh, just so that people know, today is uh, uh, New Year's Eve that we're recording this. And so Andrew Tate had just gotten has just gotten arrested. Happy New for, Year. For sex trafficking. Um, he wins and, the, the year. <laughs> oh, dude. I'm just like. He wins biggest dumbass of the year. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, we've like, okay, we've we've given enough enough like. Air to him. So let's move on. So um, today we're going to like last. Yes. Uh, last time we talked about like. Christmas and what that sort of means to us. We took a week off because of Christmas. And so, or we took a recording off because of Christmas so that we can be with our families and things like that. Um, I did like, if you follow us on Facebook and Twitter, um, I did post that we were going to not record this week uh, or la- uh, last week or the right before Christmas, whenever that was. Uh, so um, because of our schedules and things like that. And so, um, so that we could be dads for our kids on Christmas. I'm just so imagining here we are this episode dropping in like March and confusing the hell out of everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I actually feel like doing this one and just like we'll just save all the others for if, like a backlog. Yeah, <laughs> just we'll just yeah. just do them when you can, drop them when you can, yeah, and they'll not, be in the order they're in. Yeah. So yeah, it's all good. Again, it's not like the linear story we're telling. Right. Yeah. For for me again, like this, like like we've said, this this really is more for us and our like to me. This is more for us and our kids rather than anybody else. Like if the fact that y- if you all want to join us, I appreciate as that. Disturbing is always it welcome. Talking about Damien. Yeah, penis you sick, while sick talking fucks. penis. Exactly. This, this, this is, is for my kids. kids. <laughs> yeah. This is for my two daughters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And my two daughters. Penis. <laughs> yeah. Like wow, I, we didn't know. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Uncle Damien calls his penis the CN Tower. No, that's what Scott. Dad, <laughs> you call your dad your penis Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I just call it Stanley. But <laughs> dad, is that why you yelled in the middle of the night? I'm fucking a gator. Like. <laughs> Today's the day, Jimmy. Today's the day. When someone at work actually thought that whole skit was actually about the person at work who happens to share the same name that we based that off of. I was like, no, that was completely ad lib from Scott that that came out. But they actually thought it was based on that person at work. (laughs) Nice. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I like. I just have a fucked yeah, up head. So disclaimer: uh, no characters brought up in this. <laughs> what? How, how's the thing? It's not based on anything real or fictitious, yes, right? Yes, right, exactly. Right, right. That's funny. Yeah. So, so uh, like, yeah. I figured. Like, so today we're going to talk about like New Year's and sort of. So when you let's start with like when you reflect on the year on the past year, what do you reflect? Like, what what comes to your mind? Like for y'all, for each of y'all. Therapy, growth. I started going to therapy again this year. So, and uh, just, yeah, the, the whole point of it, you know, to try and better myself to, to for, for my family and for my own personal benefit, you know? 
uh, originally yeah. for, you know, trying to deal with the anxiety of my father. And I just decided that, you know, I was like, yeah, that is a thing. But at the same time, there's a lot I would rather focus on than revolve and think about him constantly in therapy even though it does keep coming back to it and it, it's all interconnected mm -hmm. trying to keep the focus on myself instead of just yeah. talking about him so and i think it i think it has helped a lot with uh um you know doing this and being open to to putting ourselves or at least myself out there for for people and um and try trying to get my creativity back you know and doing my daily posts on instagram and shit and other crap so that's what i think about you know, and the you know b building a better relationship with the family so joe and i want to plug your your instagram what tell people about your instagram what it's called no it's raw and unprepared instead of spaces periods so it's on yeah i, I i'll add it to a link if i haven't okay but yeah it's it's raw so raw dot raw dot and dot unprepared dot or no dot just yeah <laughs> too many fucking dots they'll figure it out you know that put it in the description yeah i'll put it in the description <laughs> Anybody else need to plug anything? I know Eric <laughs> plugs all the time. Anybody else need? Oh, I have all kinds of things I could plug. <laughs> I could do that all day long. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I've got a book. I've got a YouTube channel. I got another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I just like plugging holes, but you know. Yeah. Oh, that's I was about to say, Damien plugs things with yeah. that CN tower. Exactly. Yeah. With my tower. <laughs> no, for well me, for me, the year has been. It's very similar, Joe. Um, it's been. I actually hadn't seen a therapist since I was in college. Um, and this year I started talking to a therapist again um, and doing this and my other podcast and my YouTube channel and all that stuff that I've been doing has all been an effort to better myself because, you know, I've spent the last 13 years raising a special needs kid and I was ignoring myself. And now that he's mm -hmm. gotten to an age where I can kind of step back, I don't have to like, hover over them all the time i've noticed that i have been neglecting myself and that's something i've been trying to take care of in the last year um and honestly it's worked a lot like I've, I've been doing a lot of good work and i think the stuff i've been doing like here with you guys and uh with all the people i've met through youtube um all that's really done a lot for me yeah. and uh yeah you're, that was my year yeah you're really building community out there i see you know interacting with I a am. lot of like, different I'm, you know a lot of different people from all over the world, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. It's awesome. Yeah, your 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 co-host Lynn, um, and then like through you, I've got to meet Thrash, Thrash. who's he's uh, like he's, he's a, an oh man, yeah, he's yeah, an awesome person. He's really funny. Tour of his den earlier, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I like his podcast or his YouTube channel too. Yeah, so. I like, I appreciate being able to like ride your coattails and like meet people through YouTube, like thrash. I'll go to like his Facebook page and I'll, I'll start commenting and I'll notice that all of my friends have commented. I'm like, wait a minute. They only know him through me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. Like he friended me on Facebook and I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. 
And so, oh. like, I really appreciate him. <laughs> but uh, I think he friended me on Facebook too. Actually, yeah, yeah. He's a cool guy. He's very friendly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. seems like it. <laughs> yeah. And and go ahead and and plug the things that you're. That, okay. What, well, you got to go to my YouTube channel, which is the Unapologetic Geek, um, where I make sci-fi classic reviews um, of old sci-fi movies, usually. Like my rule is it has to be 30 years old. Um, and I also do like reviews of the old Outer Limits TV show. I've been doing that for the last few weeks, well, last few months now. Um, and yeah, I have my other podcast with Lynn, The Streaming Heap. Um, the most recent episode, you might catch me throwing up on pod. Depends on whether or not I decide to edit it out. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's, 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 that's all I got. And I got a website, emagill.com where you can find links to everything, including my book paradox, which is available through Amazon, which you've been running for how many years now? I know I got to get another book published. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Just the podcast or not podcast. The, oh, the, the, pod? the, the blog has been what? Oh man. The website. I've had that going for 20 yeah, years now. Say 15, 20 <laughs> oh, wow. years, yeah. <laughs> Have you thought about doing a um, doing an audiobook with uh, Paradox? Like, um, yeah, but it's really expensive to get it all set up. Um, uh, you can just narrate it yourself, or I, I guess that would take a lot of editing. It would take it? a long yeah. time, but like, yeah, I don't know, maybe one day. Okay, just wondering because I know some I people like, hate reading. <laughs> well, it's just that audiobook sales are like on the rise. Yeah, and, definitely. You know, it's like the like, I think it's the largest growing portion of the you know of the market right now. Um, well, I mean, you know, look at the popularity of things like podcasts so. and stuff. And I think it's, yeah. people are busy yeah. and they don't really have enough time to sit down and to read sit down and read. Yeah. But if yeah. they're like listening to something while they're driving to work or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I find it so. a, 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 as an assistant to help me follow in the book. Cause there's times it's mm -hmm. like I can, I'm distracted like this, but if I'm listening and reading at the same time, I'm like laser mm, yeah, focused on it. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I've not Ooh, tried that yet. Just listening. And that stimulates. Yeah, I was going to say, and that stimulates your occipital lobe as well as your temporal lobe. So you're actually getting more interconnection. So it imprints more. You get a stronger memory connection and neuro pathway. That's awesome. Yeah, if I'm listening, it, it'll be the same thing. My mind will pop off on something and I'll miss half the damn chapter and I have to go back and listen to it again. So it's, mm -hmm. I swear I'm ADD. I don't know. <laughs> ADD. Yeah. Sometimes ADHD. I'll be listening to like a, like a true crime podcast or something and I'll, I'll have completely tuned out. I'll be like doing dishes or something. <laughs> and then like, suddenly my brain will pick up a couple of words like, and then he put her head in the wood chipper. Wait, what? Straight up. I should have been paying attention the other day. <laughs> little jimmy was playing with the puppy uh, i was i was literally listening to our last then she throws in the wolf tipper at the at the office while doing some drawings and uh my somebody said something my brain went off on this like long tangent and then it right. get, like picked back up like 10 minutes later and i'm like ah oh, fuck i gotta restart this <laughs> I have no idea what they're talking about anymore i, I have no there. idea what we were talking about here <laughs> <laughs> It's like squirrel. <laughs> anyway, I think we all have that problem. Mm -hmm. Definitely. <laughs> too many drugs. Mm, nah. <laughs> too much TV, maybe. I don't know. 
taking drugs, taking their lives away. Drugs take their mm-hmm. lives away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. So uh, what for me, you, it's or, okay. Oh, uh, what we're talking well, about. I was just gonna say my distraction comes from like the PTSD and the anxiety, and so mm-hmm. they follow a similar path. PTSD follows a similar pathway as ADHD, and anxiety mm-hmm. has a similar impact. So anxiety. Huh. Huh causes distraction too. And that's a lot of people that say that they have ADHD. They're trying to say they have concentration issues, but they're, but in actuality they have anxiety issues. Mm -hmm. The most common diagnosis, mental health diagnosis is anxiety. Um, and so, uh, like generalizing, generalized anxiety disorder and, and what have you. And so like the anxiety causes them to like be more, um, like or, or even with like PTSD, the hypervigilance of looking away. So it's it's you know again that's one of the great things about like therapy and stuff like that, being able to kind of like fine tune between what it is that's causing the distraction. And so, anyways, just for people like you may have ADHD, that's very possible, but it could also be that you have anxiety, and so therefore those things. If you know that you're a worrier or a nervous person, or it could be a little bit of both because it's not uncommon for them to overlap or have. Getting back to the subject of distraction, what is that? What is it's meaning of life. Come on. Oh, man. oh. oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good no, I was like, did he see me he like pull one. my dick out again? Like. I was like looking around. I was like, what is there something on camera here? I know. I know. I'm looking at Joe. Like, what are you doing, Joe? (laughs) Stop that. It's like, did my penis get out of my pants again? Is it on my shoulder? (laughs) Why are you beating it with your forehead? It happens a lot. It slides up on your shoulder like a parrot. Just looking. (laughs) Is it the devil? Sometimes it comes up from inside the shirt. You know. Damien doesn't have a devil and an angel. It's just two different sides of his penis. <laughs> well, it is detachable after all. Right, right. <laughs> it jumps on one side and then it hops on the other, saying, yeah. con- you know, contrasting points. Sorry, Damien, I interrupted you. What, uh, <laughs> it's all good, man. Um, uh, so we were, we were, the question was what we were reflecting on this year. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Like, what, uh, what, what was this like, year like, for you? Uh, it was a year like many, um, you know, dealing with, you know, the, the same things that I normally deal with aside from, uh, my mother having the cancer diagnosis and, um, uh, me dealing with my own health issues. Um, you know, those types of things, things are changing in my oldest daughter's life. Um, she's getting older and changing and it's, you know, she's going through that period so thing dynamics are changing as far as that goes and that that's taken some extra time uh and effort on my part to adapt to and and you know learn about this new daughter of mine because she's not the same one that she was two years ago you know um and uh you know work's been challenging lots of just too much coming at me at one time and not enough time to get it done but that's not new. That's been like that for a while. Just this year, it seems a lot more spinning wheels, not a whole lot of getting things done. And that's been an issue. So, um, yeah, those are all things I've been, 
you know, thinking about it's like, how do we, you know, how to make these things type, these types of things better, you know, how to deal with my oldest daughter. Um, and, you know, just kind of, and I'm, when I say deal is like, not like a bad thing, just like how to connect with her better at her current point in development, you know? Um, and then of course, you know, uh, my mother's health issues, just having to deal with all that and the the fun that that's had. Um, but it's, it's looking up by the way, I, I don't think I told you guys this, but the, the tumor is much smaller and, Ooh. uh, yeah, she's uh, very, very, very much smaller, and they're moving her on to immunotherapy next. So um, she had some very bad radiation burns from the radiation treatment. Uh, we're talking like open wound type burns that we've oh, had to deal with, two nice. different antibiotics and and some of that sylvadine uh, or whatever it's called, the white mm -hmm. cream. Yeah. Yep. Three weeks of dealing with that. That was fun. So, yeah. yeah and uh, not the prettiest thing to look at. You know what I'm saying? Like you ever seen a really bad burn? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. Nah, yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So, but that, open, that's open wounds. are just Yeah. Like, uh, anyway, but that's all, that's all past us now. So there's been a good Christmas. Um, and, uh, you know, um, it's been a decent year, you know, nothing horrible has actually happened. Just lots of, you know, surprises and dealing with, with the, the trials and tribulations of life kind of thing. So, and I'm, you know, hoping that next year is going to be a better year. So, and, uh, yeah, you've had some, you've had some like stuff really slap you in the face this year. Yeah. But you know, and not just your it, day. It, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's, a good one. <laughs> Yeah, I've had some things slap me in the face, but, um, you know, and, and then, of course, also dealing with the ex and how often she slaps me in the face. Not literally anybody. She's not actually abusing me. Just uh, over, inner, you know, the over email and whatnot. That's always fun. Um, but, you know, and, and then, of course, um, my oldest starting middle school, then that's back to all that. But, yeah, lots of things coming at me all at once and not just my penis. Aim <laughs> <So> it <laughs> away from you. Yeah, it's just yeah, I kind of kind of aim it off to the right a little bit there, you know. I am right-handed after all, so. Anyway, now you know what so, all yeah, those women feel like when they're dealing I, with you. And a lot of things that come at me this year, but it's one of those things where I've been through far worse. You know, I've had things that were far more traumatizing, and it's you know, yeah, it sucks, but it's like, well, I mean, you know, I'm not dead, and neither is my mother and this all sucks, but I'm going to deal with it. You know, it's all going to be, it's all going to be dealt with. So, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, do the best like we can. What we got. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, worst case scenario. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to really think about those things, you know? Yeah. It just, if, if things get worse, then they get worse and that's when they're dealt with. And yeah. until that happens, then. Yeah. Burn yeah. that bridge when you come to it. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Burn that bridge when you come to <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah, the way you just think. Past. We're not going back down that fucking yeah. road. Fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, you know, you can't you, you can't dwell on what might be. Um, I mean, you, you want to plan for the worst and but hope for the best, but you can't dwell on what could be as far as bad things because then that just eats up all your good times, you know. Yeah. And it it takes away. 
takes away the now from now and takes away the fun that you can have now. It can takes away the enjoyment you can have in the now by worrying about what's happening months, years, whatever from now. So, you know, of course, plan for it, but don't live there. That's a <laughs> don't live in that, that kind of thing. Still working so, on learning, like honestly. Yeah. Well, I used to, oh man, in my early 20s, I was consumed by anxiety at once upon a time to the point that I had to get some medication. And because I was just, just constantly, it's like everything, it's like the whole world was on my shoulders and everything was coming to get me all at once. And it was like, it was that whole like shock of being out on my own and like, this isn't what they said it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was a lot of fun. So, you know, but I eventually got over that. It's like, well, I can't, I can't, I can't change that. I can't fix that. There's nothing I can do about this aside from try to make sure that I've got my own net in the event that something bad happens, you know? So, and that's all that you can do. So don't dwell on it. Yeah, if you spend all your time catastrophizing, you won't be prepared when an actual catastrophe does happen. And you'll be you'll also be um, you'll be paralyzed because even if you've thought it through, you still won't you won't be able to act. So, you know. So so Scott, what do you um, how did your year go? What are you um, what are you reflecting on? So. For me, like, this has been um, a a year of working through, like, compassion fatigue and reconnecting, basically, and devoting myself as a a family man. Um, And so, because in the past, to avoid, like, stress, I would... And, you know, work, you know, excessively. Part of it was due to demands of the workplace. Part of it was due to me. It just sort of like, I think I learned at an early age that I could escape distress or personal distress by just devoting myself to work and working excessively and, and stuff like that. And so, um, and I think like, you know, when you work in, in healthcare, there's just an overabundance or over, yeah, an overabundance of demand that it's easy, like really easy to fall into that trap mm-hmm. um, of not having a healthy work-life balance. And then on top of it, you know, our healthcare system is really toxic for people that work in it um, because yeah. of the fact that instead of trying to get more support, um, a lot of health systems want to um, maximize Squeeze. their profits. <laughs> yeah. but And so therefore their employees, basically there's fewer employees and the ones that are still there just basically have greater demands, right? Squeeze harder. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so, um, you know, and so being able to kind of just like walk away from that, Mm -hmm. um, and like a really bad situation, um, and kind of 
recenter myself and, Mm -hmm. you know, work and be a a, a stay at home dad for my kids, you Mm -hmm. know, there for my wife, um, to be a support for my mother-in-law, um, and all these different things to me, like was a really, um, beneficial thing. Um, you know, I, you know, have been in therapy for, Well, most of my life since the age of 21, 22, 22. Um, but most notably, like continuously for the past five years um, and still going. And so um, just continuing like with that, exploring myself, understanding myself, kind of taking like what Joe, you had mentioned, how, you know, not necessarily focusing on the 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 past but as i'm going through issues that present today understanding how they're influenced by the past right and like that dynamic and then being able to detach those you know tangles if you will so that you're able to kind of see it from a, a healthier perspective and understand you know, your influences, you know, to me, I really like psychodynamic therapy and it, it's that understanding of how our early development impacts us later on and influences a lot of stuff. And, um, along with the other different approaches, you know, sounds kind of like, like if, Bob if, Wiley's, uh, untire knots theory from what about Bob? Ah. kind of kind of i like i can i I see what you're talking about but yeah 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 yeah. that's that's kind of yeah right and so like you know like how like the concept like we marry our like you know straight women marry their dads straight men marry their moms you know um that the the dynamics between our i know right 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 i am like um, (laughs) father-in-law Right, right. No, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> not like, but like, oh. uh, um, you say that, Eric, but like, on uh, like listening to your story about your proposal <laughs> and the conversation he's made from some alternate need. universe where I actually did become an English professor, yeah, right. <laughs> so, like, you say that, but no, like, uh, um. Like, like, you know, and so, so, uh, um, you know, I, I like for me, like if I, if my, my father-in-law were actually still alive, if he hadn't passed away, um, I never got to meet him, um, cause he passed away before I was able to, um, uh, before I met my, my, my wife, but like, um, um, he was a big goofy man, just like you. No, no. Well, so here's his the wife thing: is like, a big like, goofy man. <laughs> no, his wife's father. No, 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 no. Because my mother-in-law, uh-huh. like, when I asked her, like, you know, she was like, again, I think I, I posted it on Facebook or whatever. She was like, uh, um, I was like, you know, am I like anything like your your you know your ex-husband or whatever? And she was like, no, he was really funny, and so like. Uh, um, <laughs> And so, like, we talked about this before, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and so, so, you know, and, and also, like, he was very much into, like, you know, 
building cars and you know all the like kind of mm. you know stuff like that which are which i am not right but well that's that's where your wife got her probably her interest or some of her interest in engineering and absolutely stuff. absolutely yeah. so and yeah right and so again yeah. she's following in her her dad's footprints and that mm. you know right her early childhood development you know kind of mm-hmm. impacted her decisions lifelong right um her long-term decisions right and and though at face value i met you know he was he was a libertarian and what have you and like he and i may not seem very similar but i absolutely see where my wife married her dad and like the aspects of him that she aspired into having in a husband and so like again like these are like the things that that i i appreciate um and so so under you know understanding those things and being able to work on myself um it's been a really good year for that and yeah so um so for me this you know it sounds like all of us are trying to work on ourselves it seems Mm -hmm. like the the common theme Mm -hmm. here yeah well, and, and I th- and I agree with you, Eric, that that this has been a big part of like my ability to to voice things to, and you guys have been a, a good sounding board. I, I, I mean, I say it half jokingly. This is like a therapy session, but it really is. Like, I I feel yeah. like we do actually do good work here. It's group oh. therapy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> a therapy session. Yeah. yeah. Hello, my name is Joe. It's a giant. <laughs> I'm a caffeine addict. Jesus mm. That's the kind that Jeffrey Dahmer would keep a girl in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is my new. This is just my new one parts. that uh, my wife. Just yeah, just <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. yeah. This is my new one that my uh, my wife got me for Christmas. So because my old mm. one, she was like, that thing is running, wearing down, and I've had it for so long, and so she was like, I'm gonna get you a new one, and this time it's blue. Nice. Nice. I was just like I was like in my head I was like blue. She's so awesome. Thinking of a uh, little running squirrel. So. Yep. <laughs> does it taste blue, Scott? Um. It does. It, you know, for Why something, something so blue so tastes so purple. Damien, <laughs> 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 you thought you knew exactly what I was exactly, thinking of. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I had I what? had some cookie company yesterday. Yeah, oh, did it was you? my nephew's oh, birthday, man, so they got the, went there, the, the birthday cookie. Yeah. Last time I went there, uh, I don't know if I'm going back after that. It's just the cookies are so damn expensive, and they half the flavors that I want they don't have anymore. You yeah. know, it's like, it's like what the hell? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what'd you do with my Heath cookies? You know, friggin' took them away. No Heath cookies. That's a crime. Yeah. yeah. They, I mean, they didn't have um, the chewy chocolate chip or the chewy pecan supreme anymore. They didn't have, and I mean, I think those have been gone for a while. They took away the damn shortbreads, even you know. Really? Like that? I mean, they didn't never sold well when we were there. Right. But, I mean, right. 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 You know, it was one of those legacy things that they kept for those people that like shortbread cookies, and they were yeah. not a half bad shortbread cookie by any no, measure. They're, they're you know, they were pretty really damn now. good. So, but anyway, nah, yeah. Damn it! We're talking about cookie atrocities. <laughs> It's no, no, no. Hey. a crying shame. I'm serious. Cookie <laughs> Company actually got me to like cheesecake, and like because yeah. like the cheesecake they, brownies. Their cheesecake brownies were very good. Yeah. Oh. Do they Damn. still have those? I 
want to say they had one flavor with the chocolate swirl on top, not the plain one. Oh, okay. Um, but I want to say that the fudge brownies were gone. Are you serious? Which I was like, are you kidding me? Now, I wasn't a huge fudge brownie fan. I thought they were a little heavy. You know, they weren't yeah. quite. They weren't. They weren't. I don't know. They were. They were too. Too dry. Um, kind of heavy, but not at the same time, not heavy enough. It's a hard to describe, you know, like the ones that you get, they're like soft, but and chocolatey and you know what I'm saying? But they weren't, yeah. they weren't that. And so, I, but they, they were still really good. They just weren't what I wanted in a brownie. So yeah, they, they were never very fluffy. They were always yeah. very dense. It was a dense but, cake. Very, very yeah. dense cake. Yeah. But it wasn't moist enough. Yes. You know? And so it was like, they were a little on the dry moist. side. Yes, moist. I like I like my brownies moist, especially on the inside. I like <laughs> my brownies them, like I like my women. Open and, uh, Brown and mm. moist. <laughs> Brown, moist, and full of flavor. Mm-hmm. Yum. <laughs> I'm sorry. Red Robin. Yum. <laughs> no, uh, the other so like we're not not affiliated. No. <laughs> the other thing that I I I also like think was an atrocity that whenever they did cut it because they cut it back when we worked there was the Andy's mint cookies. Like that, yeah, yeah, those were the like those were good. Yeah. The best damn, the mm-hmm. best damn cookies. Like yeah. So anyways, I like and, I, and again, nice their chocolate cookies. chips, their chocolate chips are freaking good. Mm-hmm. Like oh. Yeah. Especially the second day. I like them better the, oh, the, yeah, when they're yeah, a day yeah. old. When they were brand new, they're a little on the... And when they're a day old, they got this... It's almost like a chewy chocolate chips ahoy kind of thing, but way better. <laughs> they were softer, you know, and, and just had a little bit more chew to them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway. And I got to say, working at the cookie company mm-hmm. was phenomenal when it came to like closing day trades. Nice. Like yeah. everybody time. wanted cookies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey man, it's we like, got this left over. We'll trade you that for this or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're able to mm-hmm. get the was it the cracker rolls and stuff like that yeah. or like Sabaro. Yeah. Like, we had first yeah. choice. You know, people yeah, people come up like on like on certain days of the week and be like, "Hey, can we get some cookies tonight?" And it'd be like, "I don't know what you got." <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I'll give you a whole cracker roll. For a for a half dozen or a dozen co- or it's like a half a bag of cookies. It's like I can only give you a half dozen for that because it's all I can account for tonight in the waste. I'm sorry. So it's like half dozen for a whole cracker roll and you got a deal. Remember that time we got two cracker rolls? Yes, Scott? dude. And, but oh. anyway, so you can get <laughs> a lot of crack for those cookies. Is what you're saying? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh oh yeah. god. I Man. mean, we used to get free pretzels. We used to get like entire pizzas. You know. Um, what's her name? Uh, uh, Sabaros, yeah. Margarita. Yeah. yeah. Margarita. That's who be was. like, be like, I'll bring you. She was cheap though. She'd be like, you know, she wouldn't want to give a whole pizza. She'd want to give like a half a pizza and it had to be like crappy pizza too, like cheese pizza or something. It was yeah, like, yeah, come yeah, on now, yeah. give me the sausage pizza. I need some sausage on my pizza now. Come on. Or some pepperoni at least or Supreme. How about that? Just give me a slice or two, you know? <laughs> anyway, just give me a slice woman. Come on. Yeah, really? No, that she was the one yeah. that would. She'd give me like yeah. two full fucking boxes of mm-hmm. pizza. She's like, we're throwing it out anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we're all sick of pizza. Mm-hmm. So yeah, used to love that. Oh, back then, you know, go go out after work, smoke a bowl, be like, 
you know, got the munchies, got cookies in one bag, got freaking box of pizza or a roll of crackers, their <laughs> cracker roll or whatever. Roll of crack. <laughs> I'm surprised I survived the mall experience and didn't gain 100 pounds. <laughs> Dude, when, when I worked at the candy factory, man, that place sucked because yeah. like. Like you couldn't trade anything because it was because like you can't all, throw anything away, can you? No, because yeah, it was all, it all like keeps. pre-wrapped. Yeah, it all keeps. Yeah. So you're like yeah. motherfucker. The only other place that had it almost as good as us was Cinnabon because they couldn't oh, keep anything hey, to the next yeah. day. If they had leftover buns, they had to go. So yep. because everything yep, had to yep. be cooked fresh that day. Yep, yep, yep. And we like our cookies. Most of them had to be cooked fresh every day. So there were certain ones we could toss every day. So anyway, uh, yeah, I miss those days. But yeah. Eric, what about you? Like when you were working as a teenager, did you ever have those like trade experiences and stuff like that? Barter system? Not things? really. I mean, a little bit when I worked at Subway, but I only worked at Subway for like three months. I didn't pass my provisional. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you could not attain the artiste level. I was not a genuine sandwich artiste. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Take your ass to Blimpy. <laughs> exactly. But no, for the, the most Bobos, part. Uh, uh, Subway, yeah. Well, actually, now that I think about it, when I was in college and I worked at Little Caesars, yeah, I would trade pizza for all sorts of stuff. Um, legal and otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Was it Blimpy's? Yeah. I once, Eric, that was down Blimpy's the hill. This is where uh, my wife worked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's where my wife worked, yeah. too. Yeah. I once tried. I once traded a dozen cookies for a pair of shoes. That's how powerful the cookies were. (laughs) This girl gave me a $45 pair of simples or were they airwalks? I can't remember one of the two. That's some damn good exchange rate, man. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's like three to one because that's when a dozen cookies was like 1199 or 1299 or something like that. So yeah, it was, there's more than three to one. It was four to one. So Yeah. That was a good exchange rate. Jesus. My local yep. grocery store, they've started selling these like personal sized cookie cakes, which are just uh-huh. cookies. Like, I don't get it. Like, and they're charging like $6 <laughs> for a cookie. What the fuck? Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 It's all in the market. Yep, they do that at my grocery store, too. They sell these cookies that are like, no lie. Like yeah, six yeah, inch exactly. diameter. Like this. They say it's a personal at, cookie cake. Well, but no, they sell them at cookie. the register. <laughs> they sell them at the register as just cookies. Oh, uh, okay. But it's like they're only a dollar ninety nine. But you go to the bakery and then you can get a personal sized decorated one for like you know, like you're saying, like six ninety nine. Right. And it's right, like, yeah. but that's the same cookie you have at the register. You just put icing on <laughs> you that just one. Sprinkled <laughs> icing on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Wait, so wait, why don't I just go by the dollar ninety nine cookie, yeah, and go yeah. buy the dollar fucking icing, and I'll yeah. write my own shit on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Have a dick in your face. Home. Enjoy. See my own home. Exactly. There Eat you a go. cock, motherfucker. Here's a cookie. <laughs> like, I'll put Just shit on there me. that you won't. <laughs> will you draw a pair of boobs on my personal cookie? No, I will. <laughs> It's a boob cookie, and I'm going to eat it. I'm expressing my freedom of speech. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to you? I motorboated a a, a boob cookie. It's the blue icing. And then I got the diabetes. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then the Wilford Brimley angel came to me and said, you got the diabetes. <laughs> that is how it works. That's how diabetes. I was diagnosed. Diabetes. <laughs> the doctor had me coming in and then, you know, Wilford Brimley was just there. It's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> no, I'm not going to eat any oats. Leave me alone. <laughs> he just called me on the phone and was like, hey. <laughs> He's a busy man these days. Yeah, he is. I want to talk to you about diabetes and diabetes supplies. <laughs> While I ride a horse, look old manly. <laughs> so, so do you guys have any like? What about like what like during this 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 Christmas to New Year week? Like, what's some of your favorite things about this week? That the gifts are done. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the cleanup shall begin. <laughs> well, since my son's birthday is on the 30th yesterday, um, getting to oh, celebrate his birthday. birthday, like right after getting back from spending time with family and stuff is actually pretty cool. Like we went to the we went to a mine, um, like an underground mine with like a giant underground lake. Um, and we like took a little boat ride inside a mine. It was very, very cool. Um, and I think that's oh, a memory I'm going to hold for a while. Is he 14 now? He's a, yeah, he just turned 14 yesterday. Ah! Uh, holy moly. It all happens so mm-hmm. fast. Tell me about it. <laughs> this is my <laughs> nephew. He just turned uh, 10 yesterday. And, uh, I was like, make. I was trying to make the joke. Is like, you know, no more presents for you for the rest of the year. And I'm like, fuck, it's only one day left. It's like, I guess we're starting. <laughs> I meant to say, I meant to say <laughs> until you know, a whole another three hundred and something days, because it, we usually celebrate them both back to back. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I fucked that joke up in front of a ten year old. Because <laughs> he did, he did, he did, head in yes, shame. he did the bath really fast. So. One cool Sweet. thing about my son turning fourteen is that now he's at that age where I'm like, "What do you want?" He's just like, "Money." It's so much easier. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me money. Yeah. Give okay. Me money. Yeah. Great. I don't have to work for it. I don't have to wrap money. What? <laughs> oh, just my, walk in well, when they're. When they're really go on about there. When they're really little, it's easy because anything that is like the color that they like or like anything surrounding any cartoon that they watch, right? Yeah, is like good enough for them, you know. And you can buy ten of them, and they'll be extremely happy about it. It's like if they if they like My Little Pony, you buy fifty friggin' My Little Pony things, and it's like, you're the greatest person ever. Yeah, you know, true. My Little Pony towel, My Little Pony pants, My Little Pony, you know, drawing pads and coloring books and you know my little pony figurines and my little pony you know it's just anyway well but he's a when, teenager now so i'm kind of getting over yeah. the idea that i'm gonna my be little the greatest because <laughs> from now on i'm not gonna be the yeah. greatest <laughs> yeah but they get to that age and you know so there's like two easy spots there they get to that age now you just give them money and <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that's all they need now so. yeah just just show my son the bank it's deposit. the in-between part that kind of sucks it's yeah. like i transferred this last <laughs> night when santa was doing his rounds i just you know here you go yes proof of deposit 1201 yeah. a.m yeah <laughs> 
12 uh, a.m. Fun should be accessible right now. <laughs> the updated Beatles version. All you need is money. This is a capitalist society after all. He's actually saving up for a 3D printer. It's illegal to sell love. Oh, is he going to buy one that he has to assemble himself or is he going to buy a pre-made? No, we're going to assemble it. We're not going to. You can still get those for like 100 bucks or so. on. Yeah, we saw a pretty good one for like 200 um, over at the micro center that should serve serve him well. A micro center. Mm -hmm. Good. I wish we had one of those here. Yeah, they're cool. This is like other other. Th- we actually, I actually saw a Radio Shack the other day. Radio Shack was going out of business when I was a kid. How is Radio Shack still they're, around? They're not here. <laughs> they're gone. They're all here. gone from. Yeah, they're gone. It's like yeah, I our seen only one in years. option really is Best Buy. Right. And yeah. It, God, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're living no, in the like, dark ages. That's all we get. Yeah. <laughs> Circuit City is dead, and yet Radio Shack Radio is Shack still having. Ha- that's Hanging weird. on by its it? fingernails. Blockbuster outlived <laughs> Circuit City. Like, <laughs> man, I loved Circuit City. Circuit City was like, it was like a mecca. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. Like the lighting was mm-hmm. all oh man. Yeah, yeah. I, I missed that. And that smell, that Circuit City smell, the smell of electronics, smell, you know, yeah. Yeah. Smell. yeah. <laughs> electronics and it, carpet. It still has a distinctive <laughs> smell. It's just that, that of Big Lots. Yeah. <laughs> True. Or yeah, Big Lots took of that meth and yeah. feces from all the yeah, people really. breaking in. <laughs> I don't meth knock it until you tried it, right? <laughs> I know, right? Meth and feces, they come together. It's hey, I've I've smelled that smell before, hey. and that is not a smell that I, I would um I would recommend to anyone. So. Don't hey, fuck y'all, don't rip on my porn name uh my porn my, <laughs> the name of my porno. He's on porn is that, is that, typing in oh, meth oh. head meth head porn. I was gonna say, is that your category of choice? No, that's, that's just the name of my porno. Like, like. meth and feces. Three electric <laughs> inhumanity.com. <laughs> yeah, nothing like kicking open the bathroom door at the bayfront, smelling meth or not meth, but we're probably crack, crack and human feces. That was a good one, but <laughs> it smells like plastic, <laughs> burnt plastic. Eric, what about you? What's your favorite? Pro- well, you talked about like this being like your your son's. Anything else with this this time of, uh, of year? Or this week? Um, the fact that I'm sick is not, it's made it hard for me to find things that I like about this week, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, touche. True, true. I don't know. Like being able to spend time with family, even though this wasn't the best family trip I've taken, it, you know, it's still spending time with family is good. Um, I don't know. That's all I got. What about you, Damien? Um, you know, the leftovers. <laughs> All the leftovers oh, yeah. from Christmas. And then Bubba and they all went on eaten. and talked about all the different ways that he could enjoy a Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Baked Christmas dinner. Sautéed Christmas dinner. Microwave Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So there's, no, there's that. But then, you know, I actually hate the week between Christmas and, and New Year's on, on the work side of things. Because, um, you know, you might as well be off. But there's so much shit that needs to get done that I never take it off unless I'm like actually leaving the country or something <laughs> and can't work. But uh, it's like I'll, all of this shit needs to get done. But like half of the people that I rely on to get things done either don't want to be at work and so drag ass all week or are not working. They've, they've just fucked off for the week, you know, 
And so it's like, you know, you got clients that are like, you know, want things finished and yada, 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 because it was supposed to be finished before Christmas. And we all know how construction goes. It all runs right. over, you know. Right. And it's like, oh, is it going to get this week done this week because it's New Year? It's like, no, it's New Year. just just give up. It's just, it's not happening until next year. <laughs> just give up until next year. <laughs> It'll be done in the new year. Oh, it's just that kind of shit. That drives drives me crazy. And it's, it's like, so you would think that I would have a week where it would be quiet and I could sit down at my desk and get some shit done. But no, you'd be wrong. <laughs> That's <is> not <laughs> at all what happens. Because for some reason between Christmas and New Year's, there's always like some sort of an emergency or there's always things that require, you know, somebody to go like specifically me to go handle, you know, something that somebody has set on fire. And it's like, oh, lovely. I get to be the fireman this week. So, but yeah, that kind of shit. But aside from that, um, you know, depending on the year that I have um, my oldest or I don't have her, um, you know, if it's this week is like last year, I had her and this would be my week with her and we would do Christmas and all that stuff. And this year I had her for the first half. So it's just like, you know, absence of, of her in the house and, so it's it's kind of like that song, you know, ain't no sunshine when she's gone, you know, <laughs> ain't no sunshine. So, you know, it's just me. This is kind of a me week. Not not happy about it, but not, you know, but I get to eat the leftovers. So, yay. Anyway. I just picture you like sitting there eating all the leftovers, like drinking and like, and like listening to Ain't No Sunshine over and over again, just crying. <laughs> Ain't no sunshine. Well, staring at a picture gone. of your daughter. Right. Just cry, just sobbing over some leftover probies. <laughs> oh, they're so good. Shoveling down his sadness bowl. Actually, um, my daughter and I finished off the leftover progies on Monday. The last nice. day that she was here so yeah or no 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 tuesday morning before i took her to her to her mother's house so finished polished off the last of the pierogies and the uh what else was it this leftover oh and the 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 sausage and um sausage and biscuit or uh, sorry the biscuits and gravy we had leftover biscuits and gravy so you'd be surprised when you know i was we were you know joking about in the last podcast you know just throwing it all in a bowl with some su southern gravy and <laughs> <Why not, man? laughs> pierogies with 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 biscuits and gravy is actually quite tasty <laughs> you might never poop again but you know <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> hey come to think of it that was a hard one <laughs> hey country gravy goes well on everything dude yeah that can go yeah dude mm. like like uh poutine Instead of brown gravy, replacing it with country gravy. I've thought about that before. Yeah. But you can also go the other way. You can go with brown gravy on just about anything. The right kind of brown gravy. Not True. just any brown gravy. It's got to be a specific type of brown gravy. But And it's not actually a beef gravy. It's a chicken gravy that a lot of people put on poutine, believe it or not. But Now, growing up... Because like they're fucking Canadian... Growing it's, up, it's a it's chicken, like, brown chicken gravy. So. When, when my parents would take me to like... Um, golden corral or something for like a mm. breakfast buffet you just make a whole plate of breakfast and you just pour the gravy over everything mm. yeah Man. yeah goes yeah. with absolutely everything <laughs> yes oh like we used to go to uh shoney's for the breakfast buffet or whatever when shoney's oh. used to do that and yeah similar thing you just you pile it on and then you just put the country gravy right on all there over it like, yeah oh. 
That's 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 the one reason why I love. I used to love ordering. Um, what was it? The the chicken fried steak at Village oh, Inn, yeah. because yeah. You, you just <laughs> chop that up and mix it with the potatoes, and you got this. Oh, it's like a, having right. a breakfast bowl before they were breakfast bowls. Do y'all yeah. not remember me ordering that variety? I was trying. I was trying to get something <laughs> as close to poutine as possible. I used to always order like the fries or the country potatoes if they had them. Yeah, it was like tons of cheese gravy sausage uh-huh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'd have this big huge plate and just be mm. like oh coffee cigarette for a long <laughs> on the poutine thing for a long time in canada we didn't eat it with cheese it was just fries with brown gravy and we didn't call it poutine it was just fries and gravy you have to give it to the Quebec quebecois there <laughs> yeah you have to give it to the 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 people from quebec to uh, add the cheese curds and yes. make it a make it a and then call it poutine and say hey we made this it's like no you took our fucking fries and gravy and just threw some cheese on it that doesn't make it something new <laughs> it's fries and gravy and cheese no no poutine <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah, but back then it's like we couldn't get cheese curd here it was like, yeah they're they're, like, they're still hard to now find a, yeah now you can actually get it at the yeah store, but yeah you know, it's but they're not, they're not the right kind of cheese curds. Honestly, they're they're not bad. But no, they're, they're not. They're, yeah, you get that. It's mm. the texture's different. Mm. They're not. Um. Yeah, they're not they're springy fr- enough. Yeah, they're almost aged cheese curds, mm-hmm. and it's like eh, they're not bad. They're just not what I expected. So, but yeah. I've never anyway. had poutine, much to my shame. Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Go to Canada. Get some. Yeah, it's not that far. I just got to drive like yeah. six miles north. Or six hours <laughs> north. Six hours. Six hours miles. north. <laughs> six miles. I was like, oh, oh wait a second. <laughs> Did they move St. Louis? <laughs> yeah, it was with the last election. They just picked up and moved. <laughs> like, you know, we don't want to be in this state anymore. We're moving to Michigan. <laughs> we're, like, we're done it's with Josh this. Josh Hawley, man. We can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> He's the, like, he has one, it's like this giant, like, vacuum in the space-time <laughs> continuum, except for Josh Hawley on this one fo- floating piece of, like, land. It's easier to just pick up the whole city and go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> get rid of his ass. <laughs> It's like it's like something out of Monty Python where you see the the clouds with legs and stuff like that. And <laughs> right, right, just picks yeah. up its skirt and starts walking away. <laughs> and there was much rejoicing. Yay! <laughs> uh, the other way I could have gone with that would have been Mortal Engines, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> St. Louis ran from Josh Hawley, just like Josh Hawley ran from the January January 6th group. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I'm with you guys. Run! I'm so with you. So so who who else hates the time between Christmas and (laughs) so so for me say hate. I don't hate it, I just it's problematic for me, but anyway. So for me, I actually really enjoy it because um, it was always um, something I like. My wife would have to take it off when she worked for the government mm-hmm. because for these two weeks, the government like does this like shutdown or whatever. And so when she worked for like the Department of Defense, they like 
they just closed down. And so yeah. you either had to furlough if you didn't have the vacation or you uh, had to use the vacation to pay for your time off during this time. And so I would always try to make sure, try to, you know, take time like this week off to be with her or whatever. Um, you know, after my, I got my, after I graduated with my uh, graduate degree, degree and started working, like that became a lot harder to do um, because I wouldn't get approval for time off during this time. Um, and so, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like this is always a time that I always enjoy. And then for also like, I love this time of year because it's bowl season. And so like, um, I got to watch the, the Hawkeyes beat. Yeah. No, different bowl, different bowl. Yeah. No, wrong bowl, wrong bowl. No. I was going to say, is he like, yeah, I was going to say you were showing off your stash last yeah. time. <laughs> like, uh, um, where's the bong, man? <laughs> no, like, um, uh, um, um, today, Earlier today, the Hawkeyes beat uh, Kentucky Wildcats 21 nothing, And so, yeah. No, no, that was all like <laughs> two of those were defensive touchdowns. <laughs> One was offensive. It was all in the first half and the second it half. It all like, counts. It all yeah, counts. No, freaking Hawkeyes <laughs> and they're like less than 100 y- yards total offense per game. Fucking ridiculous. Anyways, um, they could be a top five. Games. Hey, they could be a f- top five fucking like team in college football if they got rid of Brian Ferentz, but because his dad is the head coach, they're never going to fire him as the offensive coordinator. So we're just doomed. So anyways, um, um, and then, you know, the, the, um, the playoffs, the college playoffs are, are today. So like the, uh, TCU and, and, uh, Michigan are playing right now. And then, um, so I'm recording that. And then, um, uh, Georgia and Ohio state are playing. So like, for me, I love this because it's just like every day this week is just like three or four like bowl games. So I like, to me, this is like, uh, the second week of Wembley. Like it's one of those things where I love to take that, that week off of, uh, the week after 4th of July off because then I get to sit and watch Wembley. And then I like to take this week off so I can just watch all the bowl games. So I, I really do enjoy nice. this one. Yeah. So, and then also like being able to spend time with the, you know, with the kids and the wife yeah. and kids get to play and, with their toys and take all the, their presents. And and, and, and I used to love this week or this past week when I was younger, but just, you know, in my profession, it's problematic. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. unless I'm off and then it's like, if I like take off, then it's like, yeah, it's a great week, you know? Having to work this week just sucks. Oh, oh, yeah. Working this week is it really sucks. Like, yeah, when I worked at Disney, this was awful. This was like, just, yeah, this was madness. Yeah, because it's one of the busiest times of year for Disney, isn't it? Is Christmas? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they had the, the you stay up all night with the whole Mickey's. I don't even remember what they called it, but you're like passing out hot chocolate at three in the fucking morning. God, Jesus I couldn't Christ. stand it. It's the <laughs> most miserable time, time of, of the year. <laughs> you, they do those, those shitty like split shifts where you like work six hours here and then you'll like <sighs> you'll leave for two hours and then have another six hours. It's so dumb. Oh, oh I hated it so much. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
I used to work wonder stuff like why... that once upon a time. That I hated that. We would do like a full a full like setup at the bayfront. And then they'd be like, oh, and we need you to come back and porter for the event, too. So go home for a couple hours, get some rest. It's like, I've just been here for eight hours setting chairs because we're <laughs> shorthanded. And you want me to come back here in two hours? So I've been here since 7 a.m. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm especially bad at Disney because in order to leave, it takes like an hour just to leave because you got to like just to get out. Oh, yeah. Uniform, yeah. You gotta take yeah. the bus to get to the parking lot. Might as well just nap there. Yeah, exactly. What's the point? <laughs> yeah. That's what we used. That's what I used to do. I just napped at work, and you know, I was like, "Look, I'm not leaving. You're gonna keep me on the clock. I'll be in the back room sleeping." Right. <laughs> you know? I'll come back out when it's time, but you know, you just come wake me up. <laughs> I'll change the porter uniform and everything. How about that? I like I, all of those times that you go to Disney and you hear people like saying, "Like they must pump like some sort of chemical in the the." the air vents or whatever to make everyone so happy here or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Pure joy. Like, right. Right. You always hear like, like the, the, the visitors say that, right. Yeah. I would love, like if it wasn't for the fact that the, uh, uh, employees were constantly watched, I would love to hear the employees like talk about like, do they actually pump the happiness in here? Yeah, it's called meth. They yeah, just. Uh, I, yeah, I don't yes. think the employees it are like entirely the happiest place on earth. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't anything in the water. No. no. <laughs> They're farming it from the children. That's the thing. <laughs> They're just as as the kids are going through the ride, they're just sucking it off. They it's people. <laughs> they're pumping people. It's people. Don't you understand? It's, it's very. It's 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 plentiful in the children, so you don't notice it as much. But the adults, you definitely notice when it comes off them because. Yeah. Just look at them. <laughs> <laughs> Disney Soylent Green moment. I was there. It was funny because, or it was interesting. Let me put it that way. Use that. It was interesting because the last time we were there, it was Halloween. And then like November 1st, it switches to like Christmas. Right. And so we were there for like a few days um, because we were taking the girls before we moved up here. Right. And moved away and everything. And so like the girls, like my oldest, who the first, like when she was one and two dressed up as Jack Skellington and used to tell me that she was going to marry Jack Skellington. She got to meet Jack Skellington at their Halloween thing. So that was really cool. Um, Did she marry him at the Halloween thing? No, no. <laughs> he was probably gay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know. <laughs> oh, darling, that's so sweet. But you're just still friend zone. I'm sorry, <laughs> you're friend zone. Um, but no. Or for all right, you know, right, it's a girl right. in that costume. I mean, so know. like, uh, um, um, so like, she got to do that, and we got to see that, and then we come back, like, we go to some of the other, and then we come back to the Magic Kingdom, and it was just so interesting because it was like we come back to the Magic Kingdom, right like the first day that they opened up their, like opened it up with Christmas. And we actually got there so early. We had to wait like for them to like finish setting up all the Christmas stuff. So they actually opened like a, like a, a few minutes late. Um, and so like they were, cause they're like, we started this at the same time. I know. Right. 
We start at the same time. It's, it's not like, what's my your fault problem? you didn't cross the fish line. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they've I'm got, done. They've I mean, got apparatus you know. for that. Go and go take care of it. Do you really need me to be here for this? It's called efficiency. It's called efficiency. Yeah. That's, that's not premature. <laughs> it's just been bad marketing. <laughs> that's what my doctor told me. <laughs> give you any water, Captain. She's got. No, I just like like. All right, Scott. Okay. I'm just laughing to myself because I'm thinking of all the jokes about guys talking about how they're waiting on their 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 girlfriends or wives to get ready and get dressed and all this different stuff. The guys are like, "Come on, we've been waiting for 15 minutes or whatever." And it's like it's in everything that the guys are always ready to go before the women. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, but no, like uh, 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 it's just a running thing. Yeah, we're exactly. just more efficient, is what it is. No, yeah. And so, like, uh, um, just repeat. <laughs> Insert somewhere close, preferably moist, thrust, repeat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so they, they, they forget were, the they warm part, up. though. The warm, so. <laughs> you are a couple minutes late. Yeah. Our thing is like two, like two inches in diameter, you know, versus like the tiny, like the tiny nub that is the, the 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 clitoris. Like ours actually grew to an efficient size. Sorry. Take it up with God. No, um, no, I'm just, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. So, <laughs> yet more proof. God is obviously a man. No, um, sorry, sorry. No, like, uh, um, um, no, yeah. So for me, like, like I actually like, like I do enjoy, like, to me, I, I like this time of year because it's like wrapping up the year, you know. Whether it's like a, a dumpster fire of a year and you're getting to like say goodbye or whatever. I just like the, the time that I hate is this time of year pre-election season. Um, that's that's yeah, that's when this time is the worst because I know what's especially like when it's like, you know, Iowa is about to vote and all that run up bullshit and, you know, glad handing and all that stuff. Like that's when I hate this time of year. Cause I'm like, fuck this, this next year is just going to be nothing but a year full of bullshit and people yelling at each other. So just like every <laughs> yeah. other year. <laughs> yeah. It's like the elections have pretty much just intruded into it's every year a, at this yeah. point. It's no it's longer. Yeah. Thing. It's just, it's always, yeah. If they're not yeah, campaigning, they're doing something specifically to get in the news so that, you know, you'll remember them come oh, election yeah. time or something, you know? No, no. Well, yeah. like, we just had or- the, the, the <laughs> elections and you're like, oh, fucking thank God. We're, we're done with like the, the, the midterm elections or whatever. And now we get to have a little bit of a break. And then Trump's like, no, I'm, hey, by the way, I'm running for president. And you're like, oh, yeah. shut oh, the Jesus. fuck up, right? And then, like, here we are at the end, and now he's coming out like, oh, you know what? Here's my digital tra- trading cards. Oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Good I know, news. right? <laughs> my digital, NFTs. What are those NFTs. things called again? F- uh, NFTs. Here's my NFT, my entry yeah. into the NFT market. It's like you do realize the bottom kind of fell out of that recently, right? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Behind the curve on this one. 
Just par for the yeah. course. Fucking Toady. <laughs> Mushroom Dick Donald if his, if has his, no idea what the concept of the bottom falling out. He has never had that experience in his life. He has never sure felt he is. the That's bottom. Where's a diaper? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, you know what? Nice Come on. That that it's just like going right through him. Apparently, no, no, no. just can't hey, hold back. A prolapse rectum explains so much about the way that he stands and his awkward like standing position. How he stands like a fucking like. You're putting pictures in my mind that dude, I don't need. Like the oh, way that he stands that. is like someone who has like oh, severe man. brain damage. Like it's like he doesn't know how to actually stand like a fucking grown up adult. And now, like the fact that it's like, oh no, actually, it's hemorrhoids and a prolapse, prolapsed rectum. Now I'm like, I I just thought he. Yeah, Which for yeah, him would be brain damage because that's where his brain yeah. is. <laughs> I just thought he had a large <laughs> dildo up there or something that was holding him straight, you know, kind of. Yeah. No, no, that's Joe. where Joe put it. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I get just imagining uh, like Joe tiptoeing through Mar-a-Lago, like, dun, 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 and sneaking a dildo up his ass, a vibrating dildo up his ass. And it's just like scurrying off. That that reminds me. There was somebody I, I was trying to save it. And Instagram's a pain in the ass, but somebody made a video of the 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 twenty twenties in like this ball form, right? And it's coming out of what looks like a latex orifice as it's stretching. And each year is progressively getting bigger. <laughs> it looks like a set of anal beads. <laughs> 22 pops out. Then 2023 is like stretching everything out. But it, then it cuts off. <laughs> I'm going to try and find that and send it to you guys. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Eric looks disgusted. Yeah, it's. I'm just picturing it as like a Plimpton cartoon, you know? Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> oh, he could do it justice. Oh. He certainly could. He could also do like, you know, Donald, like prolapse rectum Donald Trump. Like, he could do that ju- total justice too. One of the few people who could. Um, oh, did everybody answer the last question? Joe, did you? I think I think so. Oh, did he? Okay, there you go. Th- okay, that's right. So, you did. I'm sorry. We've had well, yeah, lots know, of conversations. So many digressions. <laughs> completely lost the <laughs> lost the thread here. Like, so, after prolapse day, this was like, what the fuck were we talking about yeah, the entire? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what do you we guys have? Do you guys have any traditions for New Year's? Avoiding drunk people. Okay. Uh, well, here in the Midwest, we got to put on flak jackets and helmets and just bunker, hunker down. <laughs> and hopefully nobody shoots Why you with a firework. Why 2K will still happen? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it's so fucking loud here. And everybody's got dogs, so they all go crazy. It's just, it's, it's insane. But my son can sleep through anything, which is nice. <laughs> oh, do you guys get a lot of fireworks? 
Oh, we get tons of fireworks. People take their fireworks very seriously here. Are they all pretty much like you know, uh, like us having to go across the border to uh, procure certain types? Uh, we have them everywhere. Like, you, all... can't, you can't go down the street without passing one. Yeah, but know? I'm just saying like, like the size-wise and certain types, you all have them all. You don't have to go anywhere else for them. We have them all. They're, we have no restrictions here. They're, they're allowed to set off nuclear explosions. <laughs> there. <laughs> Pretty much. Small tactical nukes, but still, they're you know they're they're allowed to drop you know basically mid size ordnance on. You on guys their, know what a big birthday on their neighbors, is, right? It's like that yeah. giant like twenty dollar firework. I'm yeah. sure there's like five of them on the street right now, if ready to go. Trump can drop yeah. a Moab, so can <laughs> I. <laughs> I did that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I handled that before I got it. <laughs> I ate a cheese log and then I dropped a Moab. <laughs> mm-hmm. Had had to check out the sturdiness of the new uh-huh. toilet, you know, make sure it can That's handle right. business, you know. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Do you have handles on the no, side to no. grab onto, you know? It's oh. just <laughs> Go, going for a new toilet versus like the older toilet, I guess standards have changed. So this one, it's sit they they sit higher than than my old toilets. Mm-hmm. Did you, did get, you get did you get a comfort height one for that purpose? Or I mean, because you buy a comfort height toilet, they're taller yeah. than the old toilets. If you get one that's a um, whatever it's called, uh, elongated, then it has, of course, the yeah, room. So for I got the men I went with elongated, tucking their junk because the other but, ones we had were yeah, just okay. round. And it's like, I kept looking at it. I was like, they're hey. all, okay, they're all 12 inch standard. And it's like, I, yeah, I'm 12. And the fun part was trying to replace my, uh, uh, um, my, uh, uh, flange toilet flange because when, when oh, I yeah. took it off, it, it was with the metal ring and it was rusted mm-hmm. out. So yeah. I couldn't get it. So yeah. I had to chip, I had to break that out and chip that out. And then my drain mm-hmm. line, the PVC there was four and a half. And not four. Yeah. That's so weird. I, I could. It's an old, that's an old style. Uh, yeah, Cause I could easily find the four, and, four and, and a half, and half with the ring, but I couldn't find it in mm. the, in, in the PVC. Um, but I did eventually find one at Lowe's mm. and it was a very snug fit. I love the elongated. <laughs> last, the last time I changed out a toilet, it was one that had been there for a very, very, very long time. And the smell that emanated from the bottom of the toilet when I removed the old one was that of death. And <laughs> there's no other way to put it. And it was at that moment. It's like, you know, you ever that like, like a, it's like that, that voiceover in like a show. And it was at that moment he realized he had made a mistake. <laughs> it was at that moment I decided that I will, after I change out this toilet, I will never change out another toilet. <laughs> so, I would bring a plumber in next time to change out the toilet for me. Not that it was really that difficult. The hardest part was scraping out the old festering wax ring that had been there mm-hmm. for 30 years or however fucking long. That thing was like, like the whole time I'm like scraping it out, I'm like, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, thankfully, there's a hole right there that if I did puke, I could puke yeah. right down that hole and it go to the right place. I, I, you know? I got a one inch scraper. <laughs> I'm like, that's yeah. what this is for. And it's going right in the garbage when I'm done. Yeah. I am not, I'm not cleaning I'm it. Done. I'm not yeah. disinfecting it. Not reusing it. Yes. Is I, I had that putty knife for years up until that moment. <laughs> I just it out of the trash. Yeah. <laughs> and it never came out. 
<laughs> so I'll buy another one. It's time for a new one. I've had this long enough. We've had a good run, <laughs> Lucky. Do an upgrade. Yeah. But now we must go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You've been tainted. I'll never get the smell <laughs> off. <laughs> 30 years of now. shit has gone through this. Exactly. That metaphor. Mm-hmm. 30 years of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just can be like related to so much fucking things. Like, wait, like I'm like, I'm just like, you know what? I don't know what you're going to say, but whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever you're going to relate that to. Anyway, I agree. I just, that's it. I agree. And it was time to say goodbye at that point. <laughs> Scott's I knew done. then. I knew then that this putty knife had seen it, had puttied its last. Putty it its last putty. No more putty shall be putted with that putty knife. <laughs> goodbye, putty knife. I said good day. <laughs> I said good day. I said good day. Sir. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh! Speak not of our time together, put enough for this is the so, end. <laughs> so, so to kind of get back on topic, not yeah, so with all that shit cleared out. What no, 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 wait, no, 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 no. Like still, like anybody have uh, um, traditions that you do? So Eric, Eric is oh, is oh, yeah. he minds um, the uh, the the explosions. Um, do you guys? Um, there, there should be. Do you stay up, though, Eric? Yeah. I, I'm the only one who's going to be awake. I do, yeah, but I'm the only one because I'm going to wake up to the fireworks anyway. Because I, mm-hmm. I, I am a very light sleeper. <laughs> yeah, I, I typically stay up, and there's, I usually try to procure a bottle of champagne, and it may or may not all get drunk that night, depending on if there's anybody with me. If there's nobody with me, then you may I or may can't not get really, drunk. Yeah, well, no, well, I can't really tolerate more than like a glass or two of champagne. It's just too damn sweet for me, you and know. Those hangovers are bitch. Champagne hangovers suck. Yeah. So I typically don't drink more than one or two flutes of champagne, and that's it. But I, I try to keep that alive as a tradition. And um, well, if I have the kids here, then it's sparkling grape juice, and you know, for them, um, basically. But the same I try. Thing. <laughs> if the kids are here, I try to set off some fireworks. If you know, weather permitting and if i went and found any beforehand um in fact i saved some uh fireworks from fourth of july not sure at the time whether or not i would have my oldest here or not she's not here so it's they're back in the closet i may or may not dig them out and set one off <laughs> tonight just for the hell of it i don't know so we'll see but usually yeah fireworks champagne and staying up for the ball drop and then it's like yay all right good night so <laughs> The ball drop is what I call shitting. And <laughs> take it. Or if I'm I've still got a female the guest one. over, yeah, if I've got a female guest over, the ball drops a little different. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled out beating on her forehead. But, you know. I like fireworks. <laughs> And then I announce that Sorry. my shits have been giggled. <laughs> and then I unload on her. 
I got some tea for you. <laughs> Woman, prepare yourself, for I shall explode upon you as those fireworks exploded upon the night sky. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> and with that, Damien digressed. Um, I, yeah. I, I typically stay in, uh, but I don't. I, I have in the past gone out on on New Year's Eve. It just depends, you know, kind of thing. This year I'm staying in, so occasionally I'll go over to like, uh, like place or something, and you know, there will be food and festivities. But you know, it just depends on the year, kind of thing. So, what do you? But what about you, Joe? What do you do? Uh, usually find a movie to watch leading up to um mm-hmm. know, or uh something i'm you know long nut and uh and just when it gets closer watch watch the ball drop or here watch the pelican drop um mm-hmm. I'm not going downtown and dealing with all that <clears throat> it's probably yeah. a smart decision um because yet again i i, I prefer to uh yes avoid the um but yeah that's about it it's usually just and hell i probably usually stay up till two o'clock in the morning anyway so you know i'm i don't have to go to work or anything the next day so um because i'm off like like uh scott's wife would usually be you know i have no option but to be off so uh yeah it's don't really drink or anything. Uh, we used to get that uh, some certain brand of sparkling grape juice cider, whatever. I might actually yeah, run up yeah. to the store and get it because I hadn't actually thought about it until you mentioned it. Um, <laughs> well, I was in the grocery store with uh, my oldest, and I saw it, and I was like, "Hey, do you want this for New Year's?" She was like, "Sure." So I grabbed it, not even thinking about the fact she wasn't going to be here. And then I sent it with her when she went to her mom's house so that she could share it with her mm-hmm. siblings over there. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they have it at the grocery store. They had it at Winn Dixie. Yeah. I'm there, with you. So. Like champagne, mm. beyond like a couple of sips, I'm, I'm done. You know, I, I, I don't really yeah. enjoy champagne. Um, but I honestly don't. You know what? I might change that tradition because why the fuck am I spending money on champagne when I don't, don't even they like have the smaller stuff? Bottles? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't do that. I could have. I could. They have like little personal size ones. Some small bottles of champagne. It's like you know, because yeah, they maybe. do have small. Why promote bottles. alcohol? You know, why promote alcoholism if you live by yourself? You know, I'm just like you know, I'm sad. Yeah. I want the small bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've I've well, got the big bottles. Loves me nobody's will be with me. I'm gonna drink it by myself. <laughs> I'm alone forever. <laughs> I buy the big bottle so I can shake them up and spray it all over everybody. When the, you know, anyway. then especially if there's a over. Them off. Yeah. like little half pints. That, that, that's to wash exactly. them off from yeah. earlier, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's a, now time to stop again. <laughs> it's like, baby, you need a bath. Here you go. Woo-hoo! This is gonna disinfect. <laughs> This is going to cleanse. Oh. <laughs> Put some lotion on the skin or else it gets the champagne again. <laughs> so what about you, Scott? So you my wife 
um, has perpetually been a geriatric woman, uh, regardless of her age. And um, whenever we have dinner. My wife drives like one. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever we have dinner, we're always the only people in there because it's either us Right, it's, it's either like us in the afternoon, <laughs> and I had to obviously like change my schedule to hers, right? The early bird rather special. than her meeting coming to mine. Yeah, and so exactly the blue plate specials. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, uh, so she typically passes out. Like, she never makes it to the to the ball drop. Like, um, so. Well, that explains yeah. your two daughters, you know. But. But, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, um, um, I usually will, like, I like it. I always like to, like, you know, uh, watch the ball drop. So, usually everyone will pass out and mm. I'll either play, like, video games or watch a movie or some, or some shows or something like that. Do, do you watch the New York ball drop or do you, like, watch, like, so is there a local now one? Now that we're on the or? West Coast... Uh, we'll watch the 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 Eastern ball drop, so that's at nine, and then everybody can um, pass out. And then locally here, um, we have you know the the larger city that we live near. They have their own little like celebration, so they have that on the local the, the local channel. So I'll watch gotcha. that, you know, and kind of see the the local stuff. And then also where we live, we live. Um, uh, on one of the the hills of a a valley and so uh, above a valley Mm -hmm. and so yeah I know I know I'm using hands (laughs) so right now yeah I know I'm no longer grabbing (laughs) the chest anymore now I'm making this weird I'm using my hands to describe or to visually describe a valley because I'm trying to think, okay, how do I verbalize that I live above a valley without saying I live above? You could say right? I live above a valley. So, live so on a there's hill two, yeah, a there's valley. two opposing uh, um, um, hillsides. Amazing. I live on a creek words. in a valley. There's two so, opposing yeah. hillsides, and I live uh, above a valley. And everybody in the valley and uh, along the the bay um, launches fireworks. They all get on Pornhub and they and they try to watch. <laughs> I'm just right. <laughs> There's this massive white explosion. You hear a collective, oh. <laughs> followed by an oh. J-O-Y. Yeah. <laughs> Not like so. So there's fireworks throughout the valley, and the sounds like reverberate between the two like hillsides. <laughs> And it's this massive echoing. And then there's like, I live about 10 minutes from a large city. And so like, what does a splat reverberating sound like? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Trust me. I'm still trying to figure out the words to describe that sound. (laughs) It's just a very loud, uh, loud splat. Yeah. Right. It is. It is. No, like, and so, so, and so, like, you've got the, the, the bay and this large city, all of them launching like fireworks and everything like that. And, like, and so 
It is. It, it literally. <laughs> it does sound like like uh, uh, like when you watch those war correspondents and you hear the bombs going off in the uh-huh. side. That's what it sounds like um, yeah. through our. Because again, it's not only do you hear the explosion, but then it reverberates off the two edges of the hills hillsides, and so they're coming back, and so it's like makes it even mm-hmm. louder than it would normally be. So it was. It was. It's really impressive. Um, so I love watching, like I'll go out of my deck and I'll like, um, I'll watch the, the fireworks, the free fireworks show, um, from my deck and, and, um, and, and I don't like, so I don't like champagne. I drink Riesling. Um, and so mm-hmm. I'm the only person here who likes champagne. Well, I, I, you like champagne? I do. I, I like champagne. champagne. Okay. I, I, I like champagne. I can't drink yeah. it because of the carbonation messes with my stomach. And so I like I have Fair I have Maybe a, that's I have my problem a medical really a, an earnest medical reason why I can't like drink champagne. Yeah, I shouldn't for earnest yeah. medical reasons, but yeah. I I but yeah. I, I like I, like I like champagne, but um and and we used to get the champagne that we had at at my wedding How quickly i made them flip, flip. um so like we, we would try and go and find the 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 brand of our champagne that we had at our wedding which was not very expensive um so it's always like really kind of like kind of cheap but it, it tasted decent um and then uh um but yeah instead uh, like uh now like we'll drink riesling and we'll get the girls like the the um the carbonated cider carbonated grape juice whatever thing and so and so at nine o'clock they'll drink like they'll all drink and then go to bed and then i stay up playing video games or watching football or whatever and then whenever it's countdown time i'll watch that watch the fireworks and then pass out and so god we're a bunch of boring bastards no i know i was like (laughs) so there is a very large city that i live you know about an hour away from and they have a really big show. Well, I'm like, I, I live near Seattle. It like I talk about the Space Needle. Like I live so at the Space Needle, they actually have um, a a really big um, like fourth or uh, end of the year or New Year's like celebration. That's always like, is that what's going on in my pants every year? <laughs> crabs, <laughs> just crabs. <laughs> <laughs> damn crotch crickets knew it i fucking knew it <laughs> just once a year they gather <laughs> they set off fireworks in my pants damien it's the louse <laughs> that you have i love that word i don't know why like louse lords of acid <laughs> oh louse. there you go <laughs> crab louse my son just discovered the prodigy, by the way. Oh, did he really? Oh, oh. But I'm listening to the prodigy. And I'm like, dude, that's my jam. I am the fire starter. Dude, what was his name? Oh, I cannot remember his name. But like, there was that kid at our high school that was a little bit of an odd guy. Um, and not a lot of people liked him. He was a little bit, you know, like he was like, you know, a, a nerdy guy or whatever and socially awkward. 
I didn't go to your. No, I'm talking about the other. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out which one of our friends you're talking. No, he's he wasn't part of our group. He was just a kid at our school. But like, like I started, like I would like hang out with him every. He's skinny with glasses. Not skinny, no. A little bit like really kind of short, dark haired glasses. Um, had acne. Um, really quiet and kind of nerdy, almost almost Aspergery. Uh, but anyways, his like dad died. You're describing 20% of all. I kids. know. Right. I know. <laughs> like, anyways, like, no, he was the one that introduced me to the prodigy. And like, he, like, I was like, I don't give a fuck what people say. You are fucking badass. Like, I like, I was like, Firestarter, this is fucking badass. Like, so I always like anytime I think I listen to the prodigy, I think of that kid and I cannot remember his name for the life of me. And I feel terrible about that. Sorry, I'm banging on stuff. And so, but like, I was wondering what the hell that sounds like. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like you got to keep on too good right over here to the right. There's a door, a glass door. And you're like, you know, you'll see me turn like this. Cause there's something that walks past it every now. It's a cat. Uh, but it's like, you know, you hear, I swear it sounded like it was right there. <laughs> Fuck. Somebody knocking on my door. It's like, Damien's hypervigilance coming out. I'm going to stab him with my space needle. You know what? <laughs> Wait, oh, tower. Okay. Good. Thank you for clarification. <laughs> the CN Tower, I mean. CN Tower, not the space needle. <laughs> Slap him with a pole noodle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damien's like, Slap my bitch. Someone- <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> well done. Oh, See, that's was that good. the song that, that that he was listening to? No, it was Firestarter. Uh, <laughs> I'm just but he has heard I'm, "Slap My Bitch Up." Yeah, I had to uh, explain to him what it actually meant. <laughs> oh, dude! I, like anytime, like also, like when I hear um, uh, "Prodigy," it makes me think of uh, the movie "Hackers." What a fucking great movie! Uh, mm. yeah. God, that was such a great yeah. movie. One of Jackie's favorites. He's not movies. quite ready for the video for "Slap mm-hmm. My Bitch Up," though. That is a great video, but. Bit hardcore. That was an early Angelina Jolie movie, oh, yeah, too, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. hackers, yeah. 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 You see her boobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, That's quite nice. <laughs> that that was the Eric, movie. Eric wore out many a VHS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damien, that was the movie that you, me, and that female friend of ours all used to say were like, dude, she is mine. No way. She is mine. And then she was like, no, 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 no. I got you both beat. She's mine. Trust me. She's mine. <laughs> Like, yeah, probably. <laughs> That's how it's probably going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Good movie. I haven't watched that one in I years. Know. I have it on VHS back in the bedroom, but I, I don't. Yeah, I'd have to watch it in my oldest's room, and that would be weird. What are the things that you like about New Year's? I like the idea of a fresh start, but I mean, it's it's not, but I mean... You know, I've given up on, uh, like resolutions. I just, I, I've, this year I've made some progress in a lot of areas and I just want to keep pushing that, you know, and I'm not looking at it as a resolution because I've already started it. Um, but I, I, I kind of like the idea that there, you know, there's people have this like kind of fresh start new year, um, idea, new year, new me. Yeah, but we're the same old asshole. New, me- new year, new you. Uh, no. It's like, no, you're just the same old asshole. You're the same old yeah. bitch. One of the two. Yeah. What about you, Eric? 
<clears throat> um, I've never really been much of a New Year's kind of guy. Like, I don't know. It doesn't really do anything for me. I get annoyed that I have to keep like changing the date to 23 when I'm like, going to sign oh, things. Yeah. I hate off. that too. That sucks. <laughs> it's until like March that I finally get the hang of yeah, it. Yeah, same, same, same. <laughs> it constantly cr- scratching out the check and rewriting the it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> having to, having to sp- initial it right there. It's like, this is my bitch. <laughs> but yeah, like Joe, I like the idea of it, but it's never really done anything for me. Yeah. Like, I don't have resolutions. Saying. I never have. Um, but yeah, like Joe, I think yeah. the idea is good. Yeah, I, same kind of. It's not a big New Year's is not a big deal to me. I've made New Year's resolutions in the past, and I've almost always just they're gone by the end of like by mid February at the earliest or the latest. You know, um, the only one I've ever actually followed through with was the quitting smoking, um, and that actually did. Yeah, oh, thank you, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, that that actually did happen, and it was a New Year's resolution, and I did take the steps to make that happen and, and followed through. And, you know, we've talked about Shantix before. That was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, you know, it's like, I'm, I, I probably won't even make a resolution this year. You know, I just, I, I know what I need to do and um, that I've known it from since well before Christmas. So there's nothing really that I, I'm going to resolve to do tomorrow. I resolved to do it two months ago, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, and it's not necessarily, I mean, I guess it is starting after New Year's because, you know, it's when the the all of the eating and because you know, I, I need to lose weight ultimately. And um, so, yeah, it, that's going to start after New Year's. It won't, may not start the first week or the second week, but it's going to start at some point. But the the diet I've been on is not really working for me. So um, it's time to try something different, basically. You so, said the pierogies ran out. So, you know. Yeah, um, you know. <sighs> It's just, you know, they, they don't last forever. You just <laughs> eat them until they're gone. And you just got to cry about it after moderation. Moderation. <laughs> Ain't no sunshine. <laughs> hey, <laughs> when they're gone. You got you got to allow yourself to celebrate and eat what you want occasionally, you know, or, yeah. <laughs> or what, what is this life for anyway? You know, yeah. <laughs> if I never get to eat progies again. I might as well just put a bullet in my head. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, that's why when there's nothing when they, left when to they live talk for. to you about diabetes, they say yeah. you're not quitting anything. You don't yeah. quit anything. You're just learning moderation a little Yeah, better. you're just not that's eating all. these things whenever that's the hell all. you want. Yeah. Or if right. you're gonna eat them, you'd eat one instead of three, or you know, yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah don't don't withhold permanently because yeah. yeah. then when you no, do no. fall off, you're really gonna fall off. It's like yeah, just, yeah, you know, yeah. just a little bit here, a little bit there. Yeah. Coming from a fat ass, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. Yeah. Uh, the grazing. Oh, well, believe me, I've given plenty of diet <laughs> advice to people that are far smaller than me. <laughs> hell, I raised a son who's a hell of a lot healthier than I am. Well, yeah. so I am. hey, so, that's awesome. Yeah, with no, healthier eating habits. So the grazing is like, uh, is like the, yeah. that, that grazing I, I, behavior is like yeah. one of the. It's like I, I think I've mentioned before, I had that problem where the family was always the pressure. And, oh, you're a growing boy. Go ahead and finish off. We only got a little yeah. bit left. Go ahead and eat it. You know, it just yeah. became that. That's in the clean mentality. your plate. Yeah. Clean yeah. your plate. Yeah, it was always clean your plate. So, yeah. I the problem is kids in Africa. It's their no. Yeah, the problem is I, I I have a tendency to clean my plate. The problem is is that um, I put too much on it to begin with. Yeah. So then I have to finish it. And it's like, I actually gave myself an out the other day. Uh, it was like uh, Christmas dinner was just, 
I don't know if my stomach was just kind of messed up from eating too much that day or, you know, on and off already. But like I only ate half of what was on my plate and then I covered my plate, literally like ate half of everything that was on it and then covered it up with plastic, put it in the fridge, said, I'm going to eat that tomorrow for dinner, you know, for my leftovers kind of thing. And I did. I just took it out, heated it up as perfect amount to eat. But I gave myself the out. I didn't stuff myself, you know. So and and yeah, you know, I just got to change that mentality of if it's on my plate, I got to eat it. If I'm if I've reached the point of full, I don't care if there's only three more bites left. It's like, no, you're full. You can save it for tomorrow. Put it in a Tupperware. Eat it for lunch. You know, I like to envision so. myself at war with my food. And so, like, <laughs> when I get full at halfway, like uh-huh. my throwing it, aw- like throwing it away is like I am like a ruler and I have captured this enemy like warriors and my throwing it in the trash is me executing them all. And then I'm like, I have slaughtered my and vanquished my, my enemies. And and it just Slain gives me, the dragon. And then it gives me this feeling of empowerment. Like he's got all these chicken nuggets on like little toothpicks, like Vlad. the Empire. <laughs> 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 Dipping them in barbecue sauce and watching it trip exactly. and flow. Yeah. The kids come along, and go, "Oh, thanks!" The nuggets Dad. are the the heads of my victims, like on pikes. Oh, <laughs> uh, do not touch those, Scott! It's starting to stink, like it's rotting, Scott. You have to throw yes. them away. Yes, they are an example for the rest <laughs> of the food. Beware, Chucky! Beware, Turkey. <laughs> You're next. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reminder to the rest of the food in the fridge that if they act up, this will happen to them. Mm-hmm. They too shall be. Do lost. not step out of line. No, like uh, um, the the like the I think the understanding of why we eat. And also another thing that I've appreciated with therapy is um, like connecting with my body. Um, And so like (laughs) I had lost, uh, you know, you connected with your body last night, Scott, we know it. (laughs) No, my, 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 my daughter was in the bed, so I wasn't connecting with anything. Oh, well, except for her mind. foot in my face, and like no, but like uh, Oof. no, like uh, um, no, no, and that really got it going for you, didn't it? <laughs> That's what I needed. No, um, it's all about the abuse. No, Gotta like, finish. like, but like the connecting, like being aware of, like, like the signal, yeah, right. Saying. Well, and 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 also the emotional aspects, right? And like you know where we store different distress. And that, you know, uh, you know, and the like the aspects of emotional eating and all these different like intricacies um, between like why we eat, you know, that not only the 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 clean your plate aspect, but like we often use food as comfort, right? Because Mm -hmm. because that's when like mothers or grandmothers like Damien, you talking about like Christmas, right? And when mm-hmm. you talked about like 
the things that your your Oma would cook, right? And that feeling of family and that feeling of connectedness and that, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying this about you specifically, but like someone listening to this might take that same experience or that have that same experience and take that eating as a way to connect to those experiences. And, you know, this time of year could be in a lot of pain. And so therefore that's their way of connecting to happier times or something like that. Right. Stuff like that, like that, Mm. that, that hypothetical like construct or whatever. And so like, I get it. Understanding. They, they eat to feel better. They're, they're slightly depressed or down because of the time of year and they miss the missing family members or they're not with their family right. and blah, 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 blah. And so they eat to comfort themselves because, you know, eating releases dopamine and so on and so well, forth. And that makes you feel better. And, so, and but also like, like, you know, their memories of eating with family and so on and so but, forth, the psychological side and of that. Yeah. Too. And, and then also yeah. that, and, and then also that, that construct of like shoving the pain down, right. Shove it down. So you get the pain. Yeah. Well, it like the food put, pushes it down. Well, somehow. No, yeah. like we, that it that becomes a psychological metaphor of us taking this pain that's in our, that's in our mind and we're shoving it into mm-hmm. our body and storing it in our body. Right. And my parents always said I had a hollow leg when I was a kid. So maybe that's where I put it all. <laughs> You're like shoved it down into the. Yeah. I have a hollow yeah. third leg. Yeah, <laughs> Are you sure they were talking about your legs, Damien? Yeah. Well, I don't know. They probably all saw me when I was a you know baby in the bathtub and whatnot. So, you know, <laughs> it's like, gotta be your, your leg. Look why does your child of... have a third leg? <laughs> hey, tripod, get over here. <laughs> I always wondered why my <laughs> uncle called me that. Not like, uh, so, so it, those are always like, like, yeah, that, that eating aspect is, is, you know, like, like mm-hmm. the, the, you know, and I, again, this is where I go into like the shame aspect and the, the impacts of shame. Right. Because like, again, like all of us have like have struggled or are like do struggle with like weight and everything. Um, we are, our, our genetics have allowed us to be very efficient at storing energy for the famine periods of time. And unfortunately we just don't have famine anymore. So, uh, no, like, uh, <laughs> did you say, unfortunately we don't have famine yeah, anymore? Yeah. Really? Like, like, <laughs> and so it's become a, we can well, unfortunately use a for us, yeah, I guess. unfortunately <laughs> for us, we don't have like famine. Well, it's it's anymore. not just that. It's also, it's also, we're very efficient at, at, at um, storing that as fat and so on, not just for famine, but for use later in the day when we're, you know, bailing hay and friggin', you know, manual so sewing the field with a hoe by hand you know the manual labor that that us big boys used to do you know throwing up friggin barn poles and shit uh because we're the big boys in the tribe you know oh sorry Uh, (laughs) because we're the big boys in the tribe and we're the ones that can pick it up it it just you know you just got to pick up the slack with like furious masturbation (laughs) that's what i'm doing wrong (laughs) fuck i knew us god so (laughs) gotta get body workout get both hands in there (laughs) (laughs) you know and and, and jump up and down while i'm doing it (laughs) while doing while doing squats (laughs) jumping jacks gives a whole new meaning (laughs) ow 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 Why is it hitting me in the forehead? <laughs> I don't need both hands anymore. Um, Jumping jack off. No, like a, 
<laughs> but like that 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 excess weight or whatever, like a lot of it can like mm. can uh, come with a lot of shame as we like. Um, oh, it comes with shame, all right. Uh, can can punish ourselves <laughs> about the fact that that you know again we all talk about like you know one of the things I, I hate the most is the com the the concept of fewer calories in, more calories out, and, it, and it's like if it was that simplistic then it's then not, there wouldn't yeah. be a, a weight issue in this country if it was yeah, the, if it, the fewer calories you bring in the the slower your metabolism becomes right. and the harder it is to it, it, to burn off the fat so. well and 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 like also the, the like you start breaking down muscle tissue you start breaking down mm -hmm. organ tissue you start breaking down mm -hmm. like the the, the not just uh, the right fat. right yeah. and so like yeah. yeah muscle tissue is much more efficient energy Mm -hmm. then yeah it's gonna go first right exactly yeah, yeah. right and so so it's 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 you know about doing it so but there's this feeling of letting oneself down right because mm -hmm. it's supposed to be so simplistic because again that's what we've been yeah. raised up with right you know when we were mm -hmm. growing up it was all fat free stuff that then replaced the fat with sugar with sugar right? yeah and now it's all now like, out that that was a we got to get really bad idea. <laughs> now we got to get rid of the sugar and all the carbs and replace it with fat and protein. And like, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's this really like nutrition is so far behind. Like I thought like yeah. nutrition, mental health, all of these things are like really, really so far behind. And again, it's, it's that concept of pointing and the, the finger at others. And the, the fucked up thing is that if you, if you take, if you take in too much protein, you end up with just the same fucking problem. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, because you're, you know, because that gives you long acting, you know, energy that, you know, yeah, that's better than sugar for sure. But um, it's, it also gets broken down a lot quicker than a lot of other things. And, well, you know, but it gets, anyway. it gets stored nonetheless. If, yeah, it gets if, stored. If, 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 yeah, you if you have excess calories, it gets stored. Yeah. If you have excess protein, if yeah. you like, if you, if you like have excess protein and you're eating mm -hmm. and you eat too much protein and you're not using it, it still gets it stored gets nonetheless, fat. right? Same with the, mm -hmm. with if you have excess, if you're eating food with excess fat, it gets broken down and stored also. Like all of it, like, mm -hmm. and, and so it's this really complex kind of thing. And then also like, you know, for 20 year old men, like we talk about like the average calorie intake is 2000. Well, for, for 20 year old men, it's actually higher than that. You know, in, it's probably closer to like yeah, three thousand. Twenty. That was my right, breakfast. Right. No. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, no, no, no. But like, but for a healthy twenty, like for a healthy twenty-four-year-old or whatever, I know. What right. You like your your muscle composition is so much higher that you're actually like the 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 that's not an accurate, you know, target. And for some mm -hmm. women, that's actually kind of too high, right? So it's it's again, it's it's this. We try to simplify it so much that we actually make things kind of a little bit worse instead of like being able to have this as a part of our, like, like everybody should have a nutritionist period. Like that should be part of your primary care service. Just like going to your, you know, your doctor and stuff like that. Like the, these are some of the things, but again, that would just mean that a greater cost to the, to the health system and people can't profit off of that if you're actually using the health system. And so we don't make, you know, we don't make these things standard. So then we keep you sick and we're just going to keep you from dying. But you're just going to be have chronic illnesses because that's cheaper than actually getting you healthy. So.
And if you have chronic illnesses, you're also feeding into the you know pharmacy. For yeah, all right, the pills right, you exactly. Need to yeah. Take care of their perms. <laughs> so, so, so. We keep you alive and functional, not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And so, just so we can, we just need you to keep working. Yeah, so we can pull more. I just we need, need you to, to funnel keep more money out of you. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. Yeah. Well, we are the cattle. That's right. All. That's right. So, so. Like for me, I do like this this time of year because I do like the to me and and again, I say this and it's very like aspirational, but I'll follow it with like a lot of honesty too. So what I see resolutions are as promises to yourself like promises of like if you do it properly promises of self-care self-love things like that um but instead i think we come at it from a perspective of self-criticism and self-shame and we want to avoid that distress so that's why resolutions are ineffective so they become ultimately a list of broken promises to yourself. And we get mm-hmm. so tired of the, the constant broken promises that we eventually just give up on promising ourselves anything. Right. And so. And we treat them like negative reinforcement instead of positive reinforcement. Yeah. Like I, I, I resolve to quit smoking or I resolve to eat better. It's not like mm-hmm. I resolve to just be happier in this and do this other thing that I wanted to do for a long time. You know, it's, it's, it's usually, it's usually right. negative. It's usually, I I'm going to stop doing do something rather than S- I'm going to some, aspire. For sometimes, something. so sometimes it, it's just a decision. Sometimes it's not, there's no negative or positive connotation to it. It was like when well, I decided yeah. to quit smoking, I decided to quit smoking. And I said, I'm going to quit smoking. That's it. How many, how many times right. did you try and to quit, quit smoking before that? Oh, at least a half a dozen times previously in my life, you know, and I actually succeeded once, but fell off the wagon three months later, you know, had a really, really stressful day at work, bummed a cigarette off a dude. And then I was like, I want another cigarette. And I went across the street, got a pack of cigarettes and came back to the office and, you know, worked until nine o'clock trying to get this bid done and fucking, you know, smoked half a pack of cigarettes that night. How how was that succeeding? well, I su- succeeded in quitting for three months. I had I had quit for three months, but then I didn't. I no, no, no. But I, no, no. after three months, <laughs> but no, that, that framing. But when I right? did succeed in quitting, uh, you know, uh, what four? How long many years right. ago? Now? I'm just saying. No, three, what I'm saying years? is, is uh, that that yeah. that. So because yeah. the opposite means, like, what's the opposite of success? Failure. Right? So mm-hmm. that's where I'm like, that's where I, I, I challenge those yeah. framings, right? Yeah. So gotcha. like in your aspiration, you would, you, you'd, uh, you know, you would so achieve when, when a three I did month quit, period of quitting. I just, yeah. Right. When I did finally quit, quit, um, as cause well, partly it was chemical because I got a medication to help, but, um, which we've covered before. Right. Um, but you know, that just helped, but I had decided that I was going to quit and that, that was it. There was no, and that was once I had made that decision, that was all there was. And there, the, what pushed that for me was my dad's death. 
So, you know, um, and it wasn't, he didn't die because he was a smoker, but he died partly because he was a smoker. But it was just one of those things where it's like, well, I need to, I really need to start doing something for myself here. And the first step is to quit smoking. So I'm going to quit smoking. So, and so why didn't you choose before that? that? The other times you chose because it, it, because before that it wasn't imperative. It wasn't, I didn't feel as like, oh, you know, I'll quit when I'm ready or I'll quit when I'm ready. I'm qu-. well, I was fucking ready is what it comes down to. So wait, why um, were you ready though? Because I wanted to start taking better care of myself. Why? Because I don't want to die at the same age as my dad did. <laughs> So I can be here so longer. So the realization for my kids, that you're but, that that you are going to die became a greater reality. Correct. Yes. As Scott fades off, into I know. I would just notice that. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> the voice from the darkness come. Ooh. <laughs> Death is coming for you. And I want Scott is now Look, speaking, I, I mean, and I want to paint him black. You. Yeah, we all. Yeah, really. <laughs> What are, what's that behind you, Scott? <laughs> My New Year's resolution is to not get murdered. Well, there was a shadowy know, figure right? just behind you there until you turn the lights on. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, we all. Honest we, with you guys, I'm starting to lose. Code yeah, code. yeah. I, you look like you're fading <laughs> out. But yeah, you know, we all we all know we're gonna die, Scott. It's it's just, and it's not like I hadn't realized that before. It's just one of those things where it's a uh, you know. Uh, it, it became much more real, you know, the, 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 the last bastions of, you know, I'm young and indestructible kind of faded away, you know, and it's like, no, that's coming. So, and, but what I'm, what I'm, so, you know, what I'm, what I'm trying to, little Damien had to no, but what I'm trying yeah, to, to sad, identify is like, uh, yeah, of course we all know that we're, mm-hmm. that we don't live forever, mm-hmm. but we don't actually like take that to heart. Right. No. Right. No. And so then therefore you don't really know. Because yeah. you still have the I mindset, you, right? You you still have the mindset yeah. of, but it's not me, right? You could mm. say, like you say, I could die tomorrow, but mm. let's be honest, none of us actually live. None of us think we're going right. to. None yeah. of us. No, no, I'm not. I I completely right. agree with what you're so saying. So that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, so the reason I like I'm I'm probing you like that, yeah, is oh, you like to probe <laughs> me, don't you, Scott? <laughs> you like to probe. Phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> Should I assume the normal position, Scott? Or? Be the cow, Damien. I'll be the alien. <laughs> Time for your probing cow. Hey, Eric, you ever feel they've done this before? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the first, oh. nor shall it be the last. Prepare yourself, oh, cow. <laughs> Where's the no, pineapple? <laughs> no, so so um, the reason I like I kind of like probe like that is 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 that because again some of the phrasing that you use right it's like mm-hmm. I know this is 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 accurate with with a lot of inaccuracies right that you're aware but we but it it it. Like we all know we're going to die, but we have so many different rationalizations that protect mm-hmm. us from, because that's a really fucking yeah. scary, like, Oh right? no, I, I completely agree with where you're going. And I, yeah. Cause yeah. like, if I, we I all know, know that saying. we're going to die, 
you know, and I mm-hmm. don't mean this like flippantly, right? Because like I know, mm-hmm. but like, I think that I, I use this just because I think it's something that everybody connects with. But when you get mm-hmm. that big C diagnosis, if we all knew that we were going to die someday, that would be like, oh yeah, sure. Of course it wouldn't be, but it's not, mm-hmm. it's a big fucking deal, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, oh no, I have to do something because death is an actual reality for me now. It's a real potential. It's something I truly have to actually think about now. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's yes. the difference is, is that it's not yes. that you decided it's that the consequences became a greater sense of reality for you. Right. So, mm-hmm. it, because when you say like, I decided that I was going to make a change, yeah. that's, that's, that discounts well, the, the, let me, right. It discounts let the, 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 the process. That let me rephrase that. I decided that that was the moment that it should happen because I had realized that I needed to quit long before Absolutely. that. Cause I didn't quit like right after my dad died and my dad didn't die of cancer or anything. Right. Um, you know, my, my mother has lung cancer from smoking most likely. Um, but you know, and I'm, I'm happy that I quit, um, some years ago now, because that reduces my possibility of getting it, but it wasn't specifically because he died that I decided to quit. And it it wasn't, you know, I, I decided that was the time to do it that, you know, and, and the reason why I was successful was partly because I had made the decision, the actual decision that I no longer want to do this. And it wasn't just because of the the death part um, or the, the sickness part or, you know, the possibility of cancer or any of that. It was also because there's just so much. I looked at my life and I was like, I spend so much time outside smoking these cigarettes for nothing, you know, and and I pay all this money for it. And, you know, so there was definitely a, you know, this is a, a, my decision right now kind of thing, you know, it was a decision that I no longer wanted to spend this money on these things. I no longer wanted to spend my time doing that. And I no longer wanted to smell like a walking ashtray, right. you know? So these are actual conscious decisions. I looked at myself and I said, no more on well, this. Conscious evaluations, this right? Yeah. The conscious evaluation of the situation yeah. and what I was doing and why this was bad. And, you know, and just came to the conclusion that it was time for it to be over. Perfect. So I went to my doctor. I said, I've tried to quit before. It sucks. I was really bad at it. You know, as you can tell, I still smoke, you know, and I was like, I need, I need, I need meds to help me. You need help. And they gave, yeah, I need help. Yeah. And they said, okay, well, we'll give you these meds and let's try that. And it worked for me. So didn't work for everybody. Well, (laughs) Some people that drove them completely crazy. And and, and again, Chantix isn't the only one out there. There's a Mm -hmm. number of them that are out there. No, there's, there's other options, but that one worked for me. And, and. Cerebellum's were. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> and so, so oh. I, again, and 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 again, because the reason that oh, I'm just saying yeah. the, the the dad thing was part of yeah. it, but it wasn't all of right. it. Is what yeah, I'm trying to absolutely. Say. And yeah. I I agree with you. Yeah. I don't think that it's like mm. I think it's always yeah. multi layered, right? Because yeah. one thing yeah. isn't ever going to be like, and I think that's a mistake that we get into is one thing yeah. is going to, well, to, to I, change this. What really spurred it was I had read an article about um, if you fix certain things before the age of like 42 to 45, then your body has the ability to still fix yeah. it. And I was like 38, 39 at the time. So I was like, 
I guess it's time. It's like, it's either now or never. It's either do it now or, you know, there's no, there's no chance of my body recovering from this. You know, I'll just be constantly, you know, fucked up in there because of it. So it was like, well, I have to do it now or never. So it's now. And that was, you know, that was the other part of it. So it was the, the urgency was there partly because of the realization that yes, death is real and yes, that's coming. And also all of the other things I just said, and plus reading that article about, you know, the body's ability to recover from, you know, the things that we do to it. Right. <laughs> so, well, and, and, and for know. anyone listening, like, like, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that, that I also like, kind of like, I think it's episode three when we talk about our dads. So please listen. Like, if you haven't listened to that, listen to that for the impact. Oh, Jesus. That's the one I cry in. We need, don't need no, to. No, 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 no. But listen to <laughs> okay. that. No, crying's good. Strong men. Also yeah. Strong cry. men do. Strong no, men str- no, cry. no. Strong men cry. Right. <laughs> yes. We yeah. had this conversation already. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. But no, like, like Eric and, and Damien's discussions and their impact of dad to me. So like, I love that because, and I, and, and I, again, I, I regularly use kids against parents. Um, or against people just as motivators and stuff like that, because what you went through, you just throw children at them. Like, Oh no, no, no. Like I'm, 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 I manipulate base using (laughs) their chin. Yeah. But no, like, like, because like (laughs) what you went through when you lost your dad, right? Like that's what our kids are going to go through. Hopefully when they lose us. Right. And I was just going to chuck me in the grave and be like, good riddance. Ah, <laughs> <Bye>, bitch. <laughs> Piss on the grave. Where'd he leave his money? No, like that. <laughs> Dumbass who re- doesn't realize that there is no money. <laughs> <laughs> I spent it all before the end. I never I made it. <laughs> I gave it to that Vietnamese <laughs> That's why I'm dead. <laughs> hey, I told you to stay away from my wife. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. The no. things she could do with her it tongue. It was a long time. She lied. It was just till the end of my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, um, no, she was able to love longer. I just wasn't. <laughs> I was, I'm too efficient. <laughs> she probably. <laughs> She probably did. Nice. Guy. I love you a long time. No, I'm too efficient. Sorry. Yeah. No. Like, See, I think in this case, she's the efficient right, right. one. Yeah, there you yeah. go. That's right. <laughs> so, no, like, uh, um, but like, and so, so being, you know, especially being dads and being men, right? It's our, our, our responsibility to realize that um, we are going to do that to our children. And so it's our responsibility to try and stave that off for as long as possible, right? Mm-hmm. To make those changes. And the beautiful thing about, especially like with smoking, it only takes seven years. Seven years, your lungs will re will go back to being pink, and your and your risk of cancer goes back to what it was had you never smoked in in your life again, right? Three and a half, four four years down, roughly. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> somewhere in right? there. And and so your risk for heart yeah. diseases are you've already actually neg- uh, uh, um, negated the its impact on your risk for heart disease. So, you know, so cigarettes no longer because you said four years, mm. I think it's, it's four or five. I think it's four. Um, I mean, I, I occasionally will have one. Like I stole one from Joe the other okay. night. But, 
you know, this with is alcohol, the, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but again, and I'll occasionally have a cigar, but I don't inhale cigars, right. so that's just a mouth yeah. thing. But you know, but anyway, it's a, <laughs> sometimes a cigar it, is Freud. just a penis. Fuck you, Freud. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, but no, like, like it's it's, it's just no the phrase. Penis. It's just a mouth thing. That's not. It's just a mouth thing. <laughs> Yeah. Joe, please clip that. I've got it's I've got long ones. <laughs> you got short, thick got ones. Short fat ones. <laughs> and yeah. somebody uh somebody gave me some cigars from my nice, birthday, so. nice. Yeah. Actually I've got a small collection of them because people give me cigars all the damn time, but I don't smoke them very often, so it's like trying to keep them viable because you have to keep them just at a certain moisture yeah. level. But not having a proper humidor, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, no, but, uh, <laughs> like, like once, I just yeah. like anyway. like like being able to like to to the body is capable of uh, it, like the thing that this is what I love about the body, and this is like be, working in healthcare. That's a, nothing will fight for your survival like your body. Like nothing, like it will fight for your survival more than you will even fight for your own survival. Like it will, it will, it will, you know. Uh, rage against you <laughs> like and in fact weight is considered a coping mechanism in order to people because people that are overweight actually have um are in a better situation to get healthier than those who are skinny and have like high cholesterol diabetes things like that because like people that are skinny and have diabetes even if it's type 2 diabetes like some of my friends that are primary care providers that are like, like I have to put them on meds because like someone who's overweight and has diabetes, I can just tell them, you know, lose some weight, right. Lose weight. And that'll help. Yeah. Right. And then you'll see their numbers, numbers drop. Right. And they start eating healthy. They lose weight, their numbers drop and it's, you know, and what have you, but someone who's skinny, like, sorry, man, you can't tell them to eat more. Yeah, you can't yeah, like, like, you can't, you're not going to fix right, it. Exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah. like, like that's where we think that actually weight is a protective measure. Right. Um, and, and, and it's the body trying to cope with, with life and with what we do to it. And it's trying to protect protective against the cold. You know, this is, yeah, this right. is all, but it's an, it means it's trying to like protect us against also, somebody disease, tries to punch right? you in the midsection. It just tickles. Know, a little right? You're like, ha 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 try again. I know. I always sit there thinking about like, if I, like you, yeah. so you've punched me in the belly button. Good luck with that. <laughs> Your hand is stuck. Ba, da, ba, 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 ba. You are trapped now. Trapped now. <laughs> but no, like, like, no, I watch, I, like, I love. You'll find the last man who messed with me in there. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to Billy. <laughs> As I absorb you in my belly. No, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just imagine something like out of the blob. <laughs> two little guys stuck under stuck that belly man. fat roll and just like, we can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> Open it up a little lighter, moving it. It smells. <laughs> it stinks. Like, don't worry, you'll get used to it eventually. <laughs> I feed off the lint. <laughs> <laughs> I scrape the fungus. No, like uh, <laughs> no, like uh, um, <laughs> no, like like. I was like, have y'all ever watched Ye Yellowstone? No. <laughs> oh, you're a big costume oh, fan, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I bet you've watched oh, all of it. I have watched every episode. 
Oh, Andy. it's great. Anyways, I love it. How many of you masturbated to? <laughs> Six. Dude, his daughter. All of them. His daughter in that show, that actress. My God, dude. My God. Like, no, no, no. Look up the cast and look at the daughter. The daughter is unbelievably attractive. Unbelievably attractive. Okay. She plays Beth. I'll look it up when I don't feel like yeah, 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 yeah. Because otherwise it'll just ruin. I know, I know, It's she's gorgeous. She is gorgeous, and it is like, but all the characters like are like fantastic. But like, there's a lot of like gut shots, right? And especially in westerns, like there's a lot of gut shots. And like, I, I sit there and I'm like, you know what? Being a big guy getting shot in the gut, like, was her name Monica? Uh, or in the show, is it no, Monica? it's Beth. Beth. Oh, that's the daughter. Yes. Okay, I'd have thought that would be the wife. Nope. Anyway. That's his daughter. Okay, yeah, she's pretty yep. hot. <laughs> I'm telling you, crazy, crazy hot. So anyways, um, no, like like a belly shot. I'm like, you know what? With this girth, like I get hit in the belly, like for the most part, it's just going to hang out in the adipose tissue. So I think I'm set. <laughs> it's just going to be like. <laughs> we're all just, we're all just, you know, ballistic. <laughs> right. <laughs> The more inches we have of it, the safer our organs are. From <laughs> Normally, that would have ruptured. <laughs> Normally, a normal man would have died from that that injury. But me, <laughs> it normally would have ruptured your intest, your small intestine, right there. But in fact, because of the girth, it just sat in the adipose tissue, and your your intestine. You would have gotten septic and died, even if we were able to survive. But you, you have survived. <laughs> Because it's just encapsulated. I just shake my belly in the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so. Uh, what about like this coming year? What are the things that you're excited about for this coming year? Thirteen. More of this, yeah. honestly. More of this, but my yeah. son turns thirteen next year. So. Yeah. <laughs> Actual teenager, by definition, yeah. Yeah, my, my oldest is turning 12, and uh, that's going to be interesting. Oh, you know what? she's already, you know. So 22, here's, a, here's a something I just, like, with you saying that, Eric. 22 is our first full calendar year that we've done this on a, like, that we've done, like, this, this podcast. Yeah. When did we start? We started in 21, but I think the first post was, did like, we 22. Did we start? No, 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 no. We started. We started talking on the. We started doing like you know the meetups or whatever, but the we didn't start actually recording yeah. the podcast until what April, March, something yeah. like that of twenty two. This was March or April. Yeah, it was I like right before. Was it right before yeah. we met up in Gainesville? Or was it right on around there? It was right after that, wasn't it? Is after? Is right after that? I think. Yeah, because I remember trying to upload something, just like, "Hey, I'm doing this. What do you guys think?" Kind of thing. Right, and, uh, right. I think it was yeah. around that time. Yeah, Scott's going to do some yep. research. Our first, the first raw that I have is from six oh seven. Six I'm seven. Sure oh, we, we had yeah. No, no, no. Definitely before that. Yeah, you may not have. I may not have have it saved on this computer. Or it may be that I, I don't. Anyway, that we didn't post it. Um, yeah, I save them on my phone and then delete them after I'm done with them, just because yeah. I can save them. Right. On my exactly. Phone. Yeah. I'm looking at. Um, March 2nd. March 2nd was the first one. 
Okay. There you go. See? Okay. Yeah, right after so we have not done a full year. So, okay. Then I'm looking forward to this being our first full calendar year. Full year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did nine months, but not a full, like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Um, so we're still a baby. We just got born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we are. I'm looking forward to that, too. We're still That's an infant. Be, we're not even a toddler. Sure we're aiming at potty training. Yeah. <laughs> taking our first step. Maybe saying no, our, first whenever, our first yeah. steps. Well, whenever I start to think about my son like growing too fast, I remember the potty training years and that was mm. that was an eternity. <laughs> was like, that was forever. Oh my god. Like, how many times did you have to pit, pit, clean up piss off the floor during those times? Ugh, that was fun. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's like oops. It's like, yeah, okay. The training underwear, don't absorb it. You have to go to the bathroom. I've I've heard and with boys you got to train them to use that fire hose, oh, you know. Yeah, you got to point it in the right direction. Yeah. Oh god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? Like use it, the toilet it, paper yeah, for that clean one. up if you dra- dibble. You don't pee on the toilet paper. It, 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 <laughs> like if I had had a boy, I think I would mm-hmm. still train them to to pee uh, like sitting down because I don't want to deal with the fact of them trying to like master aiming like that's one thing I appreciate yeah, about having girls is, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I very much appreciate having uh, you know daughters because yeah, the whole potty training thing was a lot I've, less involved as far as that goes. You sit on this and you do it in this or, or girls learn yeah. quicker than boys do is what I've heard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anecdotally, I can. <laughs> yeah. I, I had some I had some regression once uh, because it was right after the divorce or the separation and whatnot. But um, once we got past that, it was okay. Yeah. So, but that's typical. But yeah, that's, that's, that's typical. That's, that's absolutely, that would like that. Mm -hmm. That's completely not unexpected. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause, cause anytime like that sense of security for a child, like gets up, uh, um, gets upheaved. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like, like you're always going to get regression, right? Like, or mm-hmm. you'll often get, not always, you'll often get regression. Yeah. So that's not uncommon. And that's, that's perfectly. Yeah. Accepted, and then, uh, and then it, she became a holder, which was even, that was hard to deal with too, but that, that we worked through all of that. Yeah. The end. So, yeah. Again. Yeah. That makes sense too. Yeah. No, it's mm-hmm. like, that's the one, like when I worked with uh, kids in a continence clinic, like we worked mm-hmm. tandemly, our, our department worked tandemly with a continence mm-hmm. clinic. It was interesting to me the how the 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 what was happening with their urination and defecation mimicked what was happening happening with them emotionally and 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 be- psycho behaviorally. Like there mm-hmm. was a a a like how they handled things emotionally um, was oftentimes reflected in how they urinated and defecated defecated or whatever. And so it's one of the few things they have control over. So they have control over when they go to the bathroom, they have control on how they go to the bathroom. Well, that's a control thing. Yeah. Well, and, and and like Amber Heard. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't make it out the year without it. Right. Yeah. Hey, (laughs) we got to finish the year just like she finished. So all over a pillow, warm on a pillow. That's right. That's hey. that's how we are going to finish this year. Right. Some of, or at least my, like, actually we may not, but our spouses probably will. So 
Yeah. <laughs> I might be hugging the porcelain god. <laughs> Some of us might I'll also. I'll just cuddle up with a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> so what else? Like, Eric, anything else for you? Again, any, any single ladies out there listening to our podcast? <laughs> All the single ladies. <laughs> All the single ladies. Exactly. Eric, Anything well, else? I mean, like, there's things that are going to happen next year that I'm looking forward to. Like, I'm going on a big trip with my son to mm-hmm. New York and Washington with his whole middle school graduating class. I'm really excited about that. Um, and I don't know. Looking forward to my YouTube channel continuing to grow. It's going to hit that 10K mark soon. And that's a big. Oh, oh yeah. That is awesome. You have to have a party. Apparently, the algorithm does. really loves it once you hit 10K. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, so maybe it'll go ka- kablooey and explode it could all over the walls I, on you. I, I you try know? not to expect that, but yeah, it, it could. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, um, I'm not looking forward to a year from yesterday when Tommy will be from my son will be old enough to get a learner's permit and I have to teach him how to. Drive. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to deal with just, that. Just really sub it out. Get a, get a get a get a, a driver's ed teacher. Put him in a driver's ed class. <laughs> <laughs> sub that shit I'm gonna out. go all Annie Wilkes on him and make it so that he can't drive <laughs> you will stay here till you write the book yeah I took Liam out to the uh, PJC parking lot and let him get behind the wheel mm-hmm. and let him figure it out just to mm-hmm. you know I was uh, I need to do that with my son yeah. You're way ahead of the curve on me on that one. Yeah. I was like, he he, he, always, he kept jumping in the front seat with me because I was always too big to hold him in my lap when he was little, which is always something mm. I wanted to do. You know, just like drive through the, not yeah. drive down the street like yeah. my parents did. You know. <laughs> but, <laughs> drive yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but like in a safe environment, like, you know. But I, I'm, I've got the seat all the way back and I'm like, I'm still here. It's like, I got no room for him. So yeah. I, was, I remember being, I remember being seven years old. My dad being like, "Jump out over, yeah, <laughs> drive the truck," mm-hmm. you know, around the around the Sears parking lot on a Sunday because they were closed back mm-hmm. then. And yeah, I almost hit a lamppost. That was uh, eventful. <laughs> Officer, I'm not drunk driving. I'm not even driving. He's driving. <laughs> I'm drunk, but he's the one driving. <laughs> I'm just holding He's up. sober. I mean, right. you know. I mean, I I'm think he's sober. The you sober? You sober? You sober? Father, you think I am? You son of a bitch. <laughs> You've offended you stole me. It. You stole from your daddy? <laughs> Don't you drink my beer. That's mine. It's the only thing that loves me. Oh. <laughs> I think we need to take a break or call it quits. I don't know. I need a pee. Okay, here, uh, let's I, pause. I, I think stop. Eric's fading oh. out here. So, yeah. yeah. What I'm looking forward to this year is not, I mean, just same as every other year for the most part. I'm looking forward to the, the, the podcast continuing and continuing to talk to you guys and all that shit. And um, hopefully having a little bit more of a social life this year because I haven't had much this past. Um, but, uh, and just, you know, some, you know, making more money at work. Yay. Why is having a social life as an adult so fucking hard? <laughs> I don't know. It's because everybody's so damn busy. You know, I'm busy. Know, they're right? busy. It's like coordinating schedules. It's just too much work. No, what so. was it? I posted that picture or whatever. Like, why doesn't anybody talk about the miracle? Of, like, one of the miracles of Jesus was having 12 friends yeah. in his 30s. Like, <laughs> right. yeah. 12 friends like 30s, holy shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a really good fucking point. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm excited about 
um, about this podcast and continuing to do that. And this is also, um, I'm starting my own business. So um, I'll be starting that this year. Mm. He's going to sell pools. I am. (laughs) Purple pools. (laughs) Only purple. Only purple. With pink tips. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. And then, uh, um, Joe, are you excited about anything? Uh... Well, just con- like I mentioned earlier, just continuing on the trend I've been past couple months and uh, continuing on with this, seeing where this goes. Um, but yeah, I'm, it's just going to be another, it's just going to be a, a, a new calendar on the wall, mostly. You so know? here's one thing I want to like ask all of us. And that, that we kind of, explore with ourselves. I'm going to like, what's one thing that you would like to, cause we often joke about this being a therapy group or whatever for ourselves. What's one thing that you would like to work on and maybe like use this podcast to, to help with, um, working on and, and, um, help you improve on. Just like confidence as a parent. It's always helpful to like, get the perspective of other parents and like the kind of shit they go through and realize that the kind of shit I go through and this kind of shit they go through is basically the same. It's very, it helps me be more confident as a dad. And I feel like that's something I, I should work on some more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I'm not, I'm not f- completely fucking it up, you know, <laughs> you know, cause it, it yeah, we all know we're all fucking it up at yeah. some point. But yeah, like, at least know, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least we're doing it together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joe, yours actually ties in, like, or that statement ties into, like, for me, for mine. Like, um, for me, working on appreciating myself more and that sense of, like, self-security because one of the things I do to overcompensate for that is a need for control. Right. And yet this fear of like fucking it up. Right. Which then leads to like this control and this, all this rigidity and stuff like that, which then makes me a little bit more irritable and cranky. So I think if I work on appreciating, valuing myself better, Mm -hmm. I won't need to be in control so much. So therefore I can be a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. Especially with, you know, what your, what your plans are for next year. You know, it was like when, when you hit those blocks, you know, you feel like, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's kind of overstepping their bounds or whatnot. It's like, hell, relinquish that control. Let them have that. Yeah, for a exactly. Bit. You know, if, if, if they're not liking the way you do it, then let them handle it. You know, you know, it's all yours. Enjoy. Yeah. You know, that, <laughs> you know, yeah, I deal with that kind of yeah. shit all the time at work. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So it's like, hell, you want to drive the car for a while? You drive the car for a while. You know? Yeah. I've I've got some yeah. shit I can work on, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm looking or I I guess what I'd like to work on is like just you know, being a better parent and like what like in discussing those types of things, you know, maybe um like what you know what we can all do to be 
better parents. A lot of it just really comes down to discussing parenting in general, you know, not just me, myself, but what I am doing, you know, kind of thing. So, right. And, you know, I get that. That kind of shit. <clears throat> so, because they grow up so damn fast. Yuck. <laughs> no, man, that potty training took forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like yesterday. I swear to you, it's like, it feels like yesterday. She was like, this fit in my arms. And then the next thing you know, she's, you know, you know, playing with my little ponies and, you know, sitting in the front seat of my truck playing like she's driving her feet can't reach the pedals. And now she's like dressed in black. Just and like, Dad, you're embarrassing. <laughs> me. You know? Yeah. And, and like dressed, dressed like a, you know, an early nineties grunge kid. And, you know, like giving me this look like oh, you moron kind of thing. It's like, <laughs> it's like, holy crap. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. Cause it just goes so fucking fast. I take a lot of joy in, in embarrassing my son. Like whenever he's like, mm-hmm. "Dad, you're embarrassing." I just, I oh yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll lean into him to school and pulling him up to the front, and <laughs> I've got like some yeah. '80s jam on or whatever. But... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Pulling like, a, what was that? Um, what's that Adam Sandler movie where he pulls up in his Trans Am? He's got the Ario speed wagon shirt on he's like listening to the stroke by billy squire and everybody's looking at him like oh who's this weirdo who's this fucking i'm loser? here for him rocking yeah. out i just can't fight this feeling anymore <laughs> i forgot just what i'm fighting for i'm here i'm here fireworks already Oh, yeah, go. I heard one a minute ago. I heard a pop pop out there. Somebody was jumping the gun. I know it's it's dark. It's dark here already. Yeah, it's dark, so it's time to set yeah. off fireworks. Apparently, you can't wait till midnight. You know, you gotta start yeah. now. So, all right, y'all. I guess we'll right. wrap it up now so that uh, Eric can pass out and and get better. Yeah, thank you. He looks like he's about oh, yeah. to pass a, out a, right get, now. Get a blanket and a pillow ready. I started sweating. Hey, no, like, hey, man, we yeah. made it. We, we kept it under three hours. Look at that. Less editing for Joe. Well, wow. Yeah, well, the part we recorded. Touche. Yeah. Touche. <laughs> and we're right at three hours from when we came off. Scott, get the so. anchor out of the water so we can get going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, All right, guys. Uh, I'll see fun. y'all in two weeks. All right. Much love. I'll see you in 2023. Yep. Peace yep. out. Yep. See you in 2023. Happy New it. Year. Right. Woohoo. Bye, guys. All right. Stop. And we're cut, and everybody's uploaded. Looks like. All right. Get some rest, Eric. Happy New Year, guys. Oh, I hear the fireworks.